You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny mit ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese dough are super fresh for your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. Alright guys, Nerd Rage Radio episode 27 coming at you live on the internet. <laughs> kind Not of. So live. Not so live. Live at the moment. Live for us. That's really <laughs> happening. Us. Your hosts, Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. And we're here for the week of stuff. You know what's funny? I really thought that we weren't going to have much to talk about this week. And then I got a little, little fixate on the show notes, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You got carried away. There was shit in there from fucking last June. Really? Yeah. Was it, was it interesting? Uh, it was last June. Have Had we talked about it? Um, I don't. I think we had talked around it at the very least. And oh. it, actually, and you weren't the only one. I actually shared something too that was from last August. There you go, blaming blaming me for everything. No, I see. I could have just not. <laughs> I could have just not taken any responsibility, and you'd have never been none the wiser. Oh, I know. Mm. I know. You know. I know. Mm. <laughs> All right. So we're back, and uh, that's a good week, man. Long week. Was me. it? Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't a good yeah, week. Not so much. Yeah. My bad. Forgot about that for a hot <laughs> second. Do you want to dedicate this uh, episode? Sure, we can. All right, man. Well, why don't you take it away? I uh, so Saturday I lost my dog. Your dog. Um, this is a dog. Big bad dog. Um, uh, my my oldest dog uh, that I got in two thousand four. My first real official dog that was like all mine. Um, we had to put her down, which was a fucking bummer. Yeah. Um. That was a first for me, like experience-wise. Like I grew up around dogs. Uh, I spent a lot of time at my grandma's house. My uncle and my aunt lived in my grandma's house, and they helped take care of her ground. She had like a, a lot of land, mm-hmm. and um, he had two Akitas, um, and they were all named after like German. I mean, uh, J- Japanese generals of World War Two and shit. Um, and uh, so I grew up around dogs. Every time they died, you know, I was never around for that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I might not be at my grandma's for, like, another month before I would even notice, you know. Um, but this was, like, the first time, like, holding the dog down. Like, not holding her. I mean, she couldn't get up. But, I mean, like, petting the dog, holding the dog why it fucking leaves you. You know, it's a fucking bummer, dude. And then, like, explaining it to your kids and all that, it's, like, ten times worse. And, um... Do you think... Do you think it's a... I'm not going to say a positive experience because, of course, it's a, it's a negative thing. But do you think it's a good experience for the kids? Um, no, actually. Really? Um, yeah. I, I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure there's a valuable lesson in there about like appreciating what you got while you got it and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, th- I'm not sure if it was worth, worth the cost of admission. Really? To be honest with you. Like, I, I don't, I, I don't want to make them think about those sorts of, I mean, Selena, my, my youngest doesn't give a shit. She just kind of thinks that whatever. Um, but my oldest was definitely pretty ate up. And, like, you know, my other dog is, like, kind of bummed out, which is, like, weird to see. So how's Smeagol doing? He's uh, just bummed out, you know? Like, it's sad to see because, like, he's, you know, he's such a goofy, happy kind of dog. Yeah. So it's, it's quite a – it's quite an unfortunate 
uh, sort of circumstance. And, and but I mean, it was just man, like it was weird. Like I, uh, like you know, like you know, I'm, I'm with her, and I I could feel her go. Really? Yeah. Like things changed. Do you know what I mean? Like there was something inherently different. And like I looked over, and like uh, he still had the the needle in her. So I just, you know, I kept petting her until the needle was pulled out. But I, f- I felt it. I felt it. It was just a, a bizarre experience and a, and a first for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife did. My wife was, like, still petting. Like, is she still here? I was like, oh, God. Just can't fucking. You, can't you feel it? I just wanted to yell out, like, this sucks so bad. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it sucked, dude. And, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I ever want a dog again. Like, I don't want it to go through this shit again. And I got one more to go through at some point. Yeah, he'll probably outlive us all, though, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, let me see what else I did this nerd week. I, uh, I watched a movie called deliver us from evil. Hmm. It's like an exorcism movie and okay. it, it takes place in New York city and it is, uh, based on quote unquote true events. Oh, is it about the cop? About from a, from, from the standpoint of a cop. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I just, uh, it, it was good. It was, was quite Mark, good. Was it Mark Ruffalo? No. Who was it? Uh, the cop? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's funny you say Mark Ruffalo. It was David Banner. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew it had to do with that. I knew it had to... There was some kind of Hulk reference in my right. mind. That's funny. Yeah, it is funny. How the brain works. But, um, yeah, it was It was good. It was, it, it was you know, like, you expect that to, to not be very good, you know? Like, for, for better or worse, I think, the, those sorts of movies. Was, uh, it was quite good. Well, give me a little spoiler. So, so what ended up happening? Um, it was just like there was a like a okay. So these three guys were in Iraq and they stumbled upon this like ancient tomb. It was like a, it was like a tomb cave cavern type of situation. Like it looked like some Raiders of the Lost Ark or something. Hmm. And they're down in there and they come across this wall that has this like demonic writing on it. And they took a picture of it. Well, that demonic writing, like, if you're, like, sensitive to it, it opens up, like, a portal of sorts. And uh, and it possessed one of those guys. And then, like, he kept writing it everywhere. And, like, it was possessing other people, kind of, or, like, affecting other people. And um, so it was, and all, it was I mean, haunted, all three, <clears throat> haunted graffiti, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically haunted graffiti. And, and, um, and, I mean, all the stuff that happened was from the standpoint of these soldiers. You know what I mean? Like... I think what's interesting to me about it is just like, like I think you got to be to to perform the job of a cop and to perform the job of of a soldier, and these guys are like soldier soldiers. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not taking away from anybody that enlists because I got respect for you regardless of what you're doing. But you know, like these guys were were, were battlefield soldiers. They, you know they weren't they weren't pogues. They weren't yeah they they weren't doing anything else but firing off. Yeah, and um, so you you got to be kind of mentally sound I think to do that. I mean like. One could argue you got to be a little mentally off to do those types of jobs, but I think people know what I mean when I say that you got to be of, of of sound mind and body to uh, to perform those those tasks. Yeah, absolutely. So to 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 have these accounts come from those type of people, it did hold a little bit more water with me, man. And I got to say, like it was weird. Like the more I started thinking about it, where I was like, I was like, why is it it's easier for me to believe in devil and the devil than it is to believe in God? Um, that's, you know, that's a, that, that's a good transition to a, another topic, but I know what you mean, man. Um, 
but it was just it was it was it was it was interesting. It was a good movie, good story, good acting. You know, kind of sound all around. I think uh, I have an answer for that question, though. But go ahead. Because the devil is so much easier to define. Like God, in, in inherently is almost undefinable. You know, you get into some like you know, Dallas. The the you know the path that can be named is not the true path or whatever. Um, but I almost feel like it has to do with like this like inherent fear. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so like every 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 human is born with like these three fears, like instinctually, um, a fear of darkness, mm-hmm. uh, a fear of falling, um, which later can become a fear of heights. Yeah. And, uh, to be honest with you, I forget the third one. So it's probably a fear of snakes, right? I think it's sound. I think it's loud sound. Okay. Um, and, I just think that like there's something about it, like there's something about that primal evil that like like as you grow and you start, you know, building your conception of what reality is, I think that like regardless of what you you know you tell yourself logically about any sort of like, you know, magic in the universe, dark powers of the universe. Yeah, there's always this. There's always this element of evil that's there. Like, uh, I think like it's probably like a survival thing of just being fearful is where it comes from. You know what I mean? Like being afraid. It comes yeah. from that pocket of psyche. Yeah, um, uh, and, you know it's it, it's strange because you know um, the devil is such an interesting character in in um, literature, and there's so many variations. Like I'm watching this Lucifer show right now. Uh-huh. That'd be a good tra- transition. And in this universe, of course, this is based off of the the uh, not the DC comic. Um, who who does the preacher and everything? God, I can't. Dark Horse. No, Dark that was Vertigo. Vertigo, I'm sorry, Vertigo. Yeah. Which um, is no more. Yeah. And we'll get to that later. Yeah, we will. So, you know, the, the the character in this is the devil is basically an angel that was cast into hell. And for whatever reason, he's like revolted, left hell, and now he's in he's in uh, L.A. and he's a bartender. And, he, and in this version of him is that he was like kind of God's chosen one. So he was put in hell to do to do the torturing or whatever you know what I mean uh-huh. and the interesting thing is is that he never like revolted in this version like he was just placed there that was part of the plan and he's almost traumatized because he's like I never made humans do anything and forever my name will be you know a bane on everything that that I'm blamed for the way you evil little monkeys act and I just think that's a kind of a it's a cool it's an interesting take on the on the character, uh-huh. um, or on the the mythology, because it, 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 it the whole idea while we're getting some philosophical weeds here, like um you know the, the devil is not a monotheistic idea that came from other religions and before it came to Christianity, um, and it's just it's an interesting concept to have the antithesis to you know to God, yeah. Because if you mean you think about it, you know, God has kind of got to be above all that, you know, or he's kind of defined. If 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 he has an opposite, then it's not really the one true, all powerful being. You know what I mean? It just yeah. it, conceptually, it's very weird. But I don't know. I was gonna do a, a top ten list of of uh, you know best roles of the devil, but we got so much to do today. I might have to wait. The um. <clears throat> But yeah, so that that was it was a good movie though. It was a good flick. I highly recommend that people give it a shout a shot rather. If uh, I like I like Eric Bana. 
Yeah, he's all right. He's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I want to do some more research into it, though. And, you know, because, like, uh, I saw it on Netflix, like, uh, on a, I still get the mail-in discs. And uh, it was it was just... You're the guy. Yeah, I'm that guy. And they don't have the uh, bonus features on them anymore, for the most part. So, mm. um, I couldn't really watch any extra content about it. But I am extremely curious, so to speak, about it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, love, but love let's see good, what else I did. Love a good bonus feature. Yeah, I do. I do. I read, so I got a trade of uh, Transformers More Than Meets the Eye, Volume 8, I believe it is. It's the one, it ratchets on the cover, and he's got his hands out, and he's like holding this group of bots. Nautica's one of them. I don't know, whatever. And I'm a big fan of More Than Meets the Eye. But I didn't enjoy Volume 7. It was like a kind of a Back to the Future homage. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. And then I, I read this one, and I like, I didn't like it at all. And I'm, I'm struggling with that a bit. Uh, just kind of lose. Well, I mean, you think you're getting to the, you know, to the apex of your of your transformer thing no, right now. I think it's that like, I, I think it's that it has changed. Like that book has changed. Mm-hmm. And it used to be like this kind of soap opera slash adventure book that was centered around three groups: these Autobots um, that were that were on this ship, and then this group of scavengers uh, that were like leftover Decepticons, and then the the DJD. Mm-hmm. And now it's like so the 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 back in time story was like a whole like weird thing with like. Uh, alternate kind of universes colliding and all this stuff. And it just, it seemed like, it seemed unnatural. It seemed like he like wanted to tip his hat to back to the future and that's fine, but eh, whatever. And then this, the next one, like Swerve has like created this like weird earth. It's like not really earth. And there's like, they are projecting themselves there as like humans. And like, it was just like, I just wasn't interested. Yeah. It sounds silly. Yeah, I just, I just, I just legitimately wasn't interested. Like, I, I, I realized about three books in, I was like, I don't care. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I literally don't care how this turns out. And like, they've taken the DJD, which, which, like, you know, it, it kind of initially seemed very like threatening, and like this, this whole new like uncharted territory of Decepticon culture, which was like very cool conceptually. And then like they've added this like. It's like female, little female character, and she's like kind of like a mom or like a grandma type of matriarchal presence. And it's just, it seems cutesy now instead of threatening. And I don't know. I'm very turned off by it uh, at the moment. Well, I mean, so why do you think? Why do you think they did that? I think, like, I, you know, and I'm I'm talking on my ass, but I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a couple things, okay? Uh, I think more than MCI has a very strong following of female readers. Mm-hmm. probably per capita one of the most read comic books of females today. Really? Yeah. Like, not to say that more females don't read, uh, like, fables or whatever. You know what I mean? Some, you know, some such shit like that or whatever. But, like, it's just that of the people that read more than meets the eye, I feel like a very large majority of them are female. Okay. And in the past... I've totally gotten why because there's heavy relationship drama and there's cutesy stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I'm one that appreciates the heavy relationship drama. I can tolerate and even like cutesy stuff, like a BB-8. Do you know what I mean? And then I also enjoyed like the the threatening kind of world building stuff they did, or they were doing like with the DJD and the idea of Autobots and Decepticons and the war being over, which is just something we've never fucking fathomed before. Yeah. So like that's why I was reading it, and then like I just feel like it's has started to cater more to that cutesy audience. Uh, I feel like the scales have been tipped. Yeah, I mean the one thing I noticed when I, I was kind of figuring through that book at your house, even the artwork is very bright and anime you know drama looking like there's certain anime that if you watch you, you can just tell it's kind of more of a drama than like an action yeah his humans are very anime-ish yeah and then um, that's how I felt about that it's like oh this is kind of this looks very anime drama but then uh, I don't know and then the other thing is like this guy's been doing this book a long time I mean I, I think like I'm reading in trades so I'm behind the eight ball and I think they're like past that, you know, book 50 or they're around book 50 or so. And I think he's written every single one of them. Oh, really? So it might be time to change the guard. You know what I mean? And well, I, I, I say that being a huge James Roberts fan. Well, you know, the other the other question I have for you is like, all right, so you have this cool different take on the culture and you've established it. Well, now what more can you do? I mean, you got to have conflict and drama someplace. Right, but they didn't, they haven't played out the drama of the DJD, the scavengers, and the Autobots. Do you know what I mean? It's like they've okay. established it, but they haven't, they haven't, it hasn't come to fruition. I mean, where, where's it going? I mean, the, is the last, is this the one with it the last thing like? It looks, yeah, it looks lost light. It looks like they're going um, to, it's going to come to a thing where the DJD, because Megatron's a deceptive, I mean, Autobot now, and the DJD are like Megatron zealots. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to kill their own god. Basically, is you know how they see it, which is which is cool. Uh, it's just that like some somehow along the way, I feel like they've defanged them. Mm, yeah. Um, which is unfortunate. And outside of that, I'm not sure. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, family. Any reason? Uh, just like we were gonna just watch a movie and have pizza, and we put on Guardians of the Galaxy, and I Any- still, I still hate that. I still hate the power friendship scene, and At the I end. yeah, and I still hate that distraction dance. <laughs> like I hate it. I hate the shit out of it. I also I don't like that his mom died of cancer. Like I don't like that either. It's very reminiscent of Captain Marvel, though. Like I in feel. the in the books, I think that one of these alien like it deals with these alien species a lot, like the Kree and the fucking the other ones. Um, I feel like the, these alien creatures killed his mom. Well, maybe they killed her with cancer. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they poisoned her. Yeah, maybe. What do you think about... Well, I guess maybe the dad. Think. Maybe the dad gave her cancer. Yeah, maybe. Just being around her. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. It's like the radiation from the father. Well, you know what's funny, man? Like, I always thought when reading the Captain Marvel books, like, he got, he got exposed to that chemical or whatever that gave him cancer, and he died of cancer. And I always thought that was weird, because here he is, this, like, this cosmic, powerful being. You, you kind of feel like he'd be, he'd be immune to cancer. It didn't make sense to me then. And even makes less sense to me now. Right. You know, flying through space and, you know, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, and I think that was just about it. I tried to watch Thor The Dark World with the family too like after the day we put Bam down, but I uh, fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And it was also funny the day we put Bam down. Like, like to harken back to that YouTube conversation we had that one day with Jisk. Like, 
I had a video go live that day where I missed a step in the transformation, apparently, which was like, it's on a, it was on a borrowed toy anyway, which I'm always like funny, you know, really like heavy handedly manipulating other people's stuff. Yeah. So I just, I missed a step mm-hmm. and like, you know, the whole day I'm like getting like, you know, like, you asshole, you know, you how fucking a, you, dare you? I, it, wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but it was just like, you know, it was like, you missed a step, he missed a step, he missed a step. I'm not sure if you noticed, you missed a step. I'm like, I'm not sure if you noticed, but five people already made that same comment. Um, but, but it was just like, you know, I was like, I was like, I just want to be like, I fucking had to put my dog down. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I just, I just, I didn't respond at all. I just waited a day and then responded. Oh man. You should have said that. You should have lost it. Oh. I don't know. Too cool. Too keep, cool. Gotta keep my, keep my feelings. Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. Well, it was funny also because like, uh, Laura, you know, like I wear my, as you well know, like I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Like it's, it, no. it's, it's like. It's, people usually know exactly how I feel about things. It's like your tail. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It's like I have a tail. Um, but, like, you know, my wife couldn't keep it together, and my daughters were there, and, uh, like, you know, like, I just, like, I, it was like I told myself, like, I consciously told myself, like, all right, you take those feelings and you shove them down somewhere and keep them locked up. You've got man shit to do. <laughs> uh it's probably not healthy. No, I mean I, I'm mourned for it later on, but it was just like you know, like in order to have the conversation with Jaina and let her let her fall apart and be there for her, and you know what I mean. Yeah. And and but, but without being it without cracking, you know, it was it was, it was challenging. I can't I can't imagine. Somehow, yeah. you know, I'm gonna take <sighs> off of work with my dog. It's you know, I don't know if I can handle it as well as you did. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just you know, you gotta pick and choose your moment. That's true. That's true. So, all right. So, nerd week, nerd week for me. Um, finished reading uh, two books that I was working on, um, both both forty k stuff, but they were Ooh. good. But you know what, man? Like, I, I got a little complaints. Like, no, <sighs> not in a forty k book. They're, I mean, not not in the the storm of destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Volume the, three. The, the crazy thing is, is that the main the main protagonist, of course, is always like chaos. Like, there's demons in this different realm. So basically, you know, the author is free to do what the fuck ever he wants to do. And it could just be the, the craziest shit. It, and, and half the time, it doesn't have to be, really be set up. It can just happen. And it's like, all right, now these guys are doing this, and this is happening. And, and some friends become enemies, and some enemies become Ooh, friends. The and, classic and, tale. Yeah, and like, it, it's kinda, it kind of pulls me out of it. And then to the, the top it all off is that, of course... You know, 40K's main bread and butter is selling models. You know what I mean? So it just happens that in in this storyline, like the guys who are making two new model, getting two new model releases, of course, are in the book. You know? Yeah. And it's almost one of those things where if you if you really stayed up on the books, you probably would have a, a insight to what's being released because there's a big there's a big game for for spoilers. Sure. Um, just like there is in the Transformer community, but uh. No, it, it was it was good. I mean, it was entertaining. It was well written. There wasn't too many, you know. He, you know, he grabbed the heft of the axe with the weight on the shoulder. It was great. <laughs> as he as he gripped around the leather, he could smell the stained blood that had dried over the yes. centuries. Class. So, dude, that's so forty k. It is. Um, got a couple, dude. I've been kind of going crazy a little bit on the on the spinning spree. I'm gonna have to chill out for a hot second because it's it's getting silly. And dude, my fucking DeLorean hasn't come in yet. I'm like, when is it gonna be here? When is this gonna be released? 
So I might have to give them a call and be like, what the fuck over? Um, and I've been watching a hell of a lot of TV. You're not going to like me. It's not going to happen. Low uh, brow. Huh? Well, it's, it's, I've been going a little, I've been going a little reaps. All right. So sorry about the little technical difficulties. I found out why my microphone sounds like a tin can. No big deal. All right. So, uh, still been watching the shit out of elementary. I finished season one and season two. If you guys are Sherlock Holmes fans, give it a check out. I will be the first to admit I was kind of like, eh, at first with it, uh, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's probably like my, my new, you know, uh, just watch forever show. You know, I just sit there and I watch three or four episodes and see, what is the word I'm looking for? Binging. Binge show. Oh, uh, the old binge watch. Jesus. So I, I'm going to do some complaining about about your your favorite show and mine, Old Gotham. Ugh. Mm. So they introduced Mr. Freeze in this two-parter, right? And they've also introduced Hugo Strange. Now, Hugo Strange seems perfect, but it seems that he's got, like, some deep, dark testing field of psychotic people in the bowels of Arkham. So, like, it's interesting because it's like, you know, Arkham does have a high even in the DC universe, has this like really high level of psychopaths, and you don't really know why. And depending on the the story arc or the, the canon, whatever, you know, I don't want to say alternate canon, because that doesn't really make sense. There, there's some history about, you know, Arkham, is it Jonas Arkham or whatever? Yeah. Um, who was kind of a madman, and it, it's almost as if this madness has seeped through, like, the the blood of the city itself, and it infects everybody. So they've introduced Mr. Freeze too, and you know Mr. Freeze is probably one of the most interesting motivated characters because it his story is really like a tragic love story. You know his wife Nora Freeze has this this terminal illness. He's a scientist and he figures out a way to freeze her to preserve her until a cure can be found. And I think that there's actually a cure that was found, right? But he he can't unfreeze her or or whatever. Yeah, but it's- at least in some continuity. Yeah, in some continuity. But in the end, in the end, he ends up getting um, altered by the, the the very technology he's using to try to save his wife, and he ends up not being able to survive himself outside of sub-zero temperatures. And there's some other cool story arcs with him. Um, but anyway, they, they brought Mister Freeze in already. And, and keep in mind, like Bruce Wayne is still like 12 or 13, you know. So it's way it's way too fucking early. But the whole the whole angle of it is that his freeze gun that he that he's making is is the cure, and he's testing different samples of this freeze ray in like sample A sixteen, and, and he tries to unfreeze the subject that he's freezing. He's like he's freezing people and kidnapping, and then it's dissolving. So he's like he's refining the technology until finally he figures out a formula that works that he can actually reanimate people. Who have been frozen, which is kind of cool because in in the canon, Batman on several occasions has has unfrozen people that have been frozen, and that should be impossible. So it kind of explains like the comic book magic of that in somewhat way, but it's it's so early, and they've like they've kind of like totally destroyed what I think Jim Gordon's character is, because Jim Jim Gordon should kind of almost be this uncorruptible force. Yeah. And I realize that he might not have always started that way. In this, he's just like blatantly murdering people now. Like he's blatantly in 
the the got the, the dirt of Gotham. He, now he's doing it for the right reasons, kind of you know, good intentions. But it, it's just getting to the point where it's like this isn't the Jim, this isn't my Jim Gordon, this isn't your Jim Gordon, and this is not the Jim Gordon that we deserve. Um, and I'm having I'm having a little heartache with that. It's just yeah. Well, we've talked about like the beauty of Gordon is that like like he's real police. Yeah. You know, like he he's 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 not going to be corrupted. He's not going to break the law. He's not going to, to work outside the lines, but he's also a cop's cop. Yeah. He's not, he's not going to rat on his cops. Yep. He's not going to turn his cops in. He's going to yeah. do everything. You know what I mean? Like he, like he is like this idea of the perfect old school cop kind of battling with this modern cop mentality. Yes. Yes. And it, and it's, and like I had a little bit of heartache even when, when Bullock was, like and this Bur- Bullock is dirty. Like I think in the first season, Bullock puts a gun to Jim and says, "You're gonna kill the penguin, or I'm gonna ki- I'm gonna have to kill you," because you know the the mobster said it. And and Jim fakes the penguin's death, which yeah, right. I, I which I that. liked. Yeah, I, I like that too. And I even I'm even okay with Bullock because I think you know he's always had a sketchy past. He has. He yeah, has. He's like he's like one of those ones that has been inspired by what Gordon has done and has like become a different person. I, I agree, but the problem is is that. Is that in this? It's so his his sketchy past is super sketchy, and it's so bad. It's like he's the epitome of what Gordon's trying to fight in the department, um, and it just it it doesn't work. Like if I don't think that character should have been Bullock, I think it should have been somebody else, and Bullock should have been struggling with that path. You know, he might have dipped his big toe in, but this Bullock is all in. And actually, Bullock is is probably my favorite character of the show, besides Penguin. Um, but it just, for whatever reason, it just, it's a, it is a different, very different story. Um, I, I think what it comes down to it is, is like they can't wait to, to, to use these interesting characters in an interesting way. And there is some very intertwining things that can be interesting. Use that word too many times. <laughs> would you say that, it, would you say that the mythos is interesting? I, I would, but, <laughs> but like they're kind of going through them too fast. And what is, what is kind of being set up too is, is that. I've always, you've always felt like, for whatever reason, Batman has kind of brought this craziness, you know, to Gotham in a way, uh-huh. you know, like yeah, absolutely the escalation. Yeah, but th- it's not the it's not the case in this. It's there's gonna be like a female Joker now. Um, yeah, I saw that. Well, you know, we're before gonna get Joker, to that. Um, but it, it's just like I don't, and I like it's Tank Girl, which I, who I love. You know, she's she's very she's a very cool actress. I mean, she's just been in uh, Orange Is the New Black, and she did well in that. Um, but it's just, it's just too much, man. It's, it's just too, it's too rough. It's going through things too fast. Um, and I just think that they're losing, they're, they're just losing it and they're kind of fucking it up. And I'm, and I'm a little upset because I feel like they're going so far off the reservation. They're really, they're really disturbing the, the, the myth of Batman. You know, they're really fucking it up. So pe- people who don't know about Batman don't know about his, about his, uh, the bad guys in, in that, you know, if this is their first introduction to it, it's just, it's it's really out of whack, man. It really is bad, bad mojo. Um, but the show, for whatever reason, I still want to watch it. Um, and maybe this is my love of the characters. Like, like uh, I think they did a really good build up with, with Nygma. He's, he's interesting with me, and like, I want to, like, I could see a Nygma show. I could see a show that's like Dexter of Nygma slowly becoming a fucking madman. Hmm. That would be interesting. Right. The same with a, I could do a penguin show. Okay, I'll tell you that if they use some of that uh, zero year material, 
uh, it would be quite good because like the way they display and, and kind of present the Riddler and it's a zero year, you know what I mean? It's like the beginning of the Riddler. Yeah. was really quite well done. Is that the one with the, um, he took all the power away or something? Like yes. It was yeah. set off like a, uh, like an EMP. Yeah. But this is, this is like new 52 Batman, right? Yes. But, you know, be, but, but gonna be, new 52. That's going to be going soon anyway. But is New 52 Batman any different from preview New 52 Batman? I mean, no, but his, no, origins, his really. origins are. Uh, yeah. Yes, Gordon Gordon is, but not at, not at year zero point or zero year. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, at zero year, it's it's classic Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. I'm, I'm going to still – I'm going to talk to JR and Dante about it because I know they're still, they're still in it. Um, and apparently – Jana Pinkett Smith is coming back as well, um, which I'm like, whatever. Yeah, Blech. more of that. Blech. We should boycott her. So, um, so yeah. It, what? Anything else? Um, no, nah, that's pretty much it. Oh, actually, no, I lied. I'm lying. Let me see. Uh, Grimm is back. Pretty good show. I'm not even gonna go into it though. Got so many, so many episodes of fucking Elementary. It's hard. It's hard. I get. I kind of keep a history list of what I'm doing here on Hulu. <laughs> right. Dude, Hulu should be fucking paying us money. Um, that's but that's about it. All right. I'll, I'll, well, leave, it, I, I'll leave it at that. I think we should address the big situation first. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, that situation. Um, Ghostbusters. Oh, I thought you were talking about Luke Skywalker being gay. No, and that's not what he said. I, I do. I know. But you know what's funny, man. There's a lot of I, I'm hearing a lot of chatter about that, and yeah. it always starts at the same way. Are you ready? I don't have a problem with gay people, <laughs> but right, right. Well, you know, how, how is Luke Skywalker gay? That doesn't even make sense to the character, you know? Yeah, well, it, it doesn't. No, I agree. You know, like he was, he was like, in my opinion, unless like you know, he's, unless he like totally switched teams, because I mean, he was he was attracted to Leia, you know, uh, you know, weirdly enough. Um, yeah, yeah, true. You he was attracted to Leia, and you know there was a sexual attraction. So, which is weird, you know. But, oh uh, God, I feel like I, I can't win this conversation. Is it? Uh, yeah, it, it is because normally siblings, like your pheromones, will like. I don't know if I buy that, man. I mean, I, I I hear it, but I'm saying like if if I think if if like I'm trying to think of like an attractive woman, and Kim Kardashian was the first one that came to mind because of the skits we've been doing recently, but like. If she was my sister, and I had first see, time, I, I, I don't think you can say that through a, a proper veil of ignorance. Maybe because you're already sexually attracted to her. Okay, I I just don't know, man. Like I I feel like, but maybe I'm just fucked up that way. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, but whatever. <laughs> but anyway, what'd you think of the trailer? Uh, the, the Ghostbuster trailer. Yeah, it was appalling. And so I'm sitting there and watching it. Again I gotta tell again. you, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the big girl. <laughs> I'm tired of her. Mel- tired. Melissa McCarthy. I get it. I feel like it's a one-trick pony, and I'm done. Why are you tired of her? I just, I just, I'm tired. Like I, I feel like her. I feel like it's like a, it's a one-trick pony. I, I've, I've just seen, I've seen this act before. Like you're, oh, her, her you're stick. Kinda, you're kind of boisterous and audacious, and you know you're fat and you don't care. But you have a heart of gold deep down underneath your gooey. Out- you know, I, I get it. I get it. I'm done. Yeah. I don't know if that's this character, though. 
because she seems kind of a brainiac, and from what I see in the trailer, she seems kind of a brainiac and less of a. Uh, all right, let, let me let me go back. Let me go back. So the the first thing I got to say is, is that when I saw it, I was I was appalled, right? And like like I, I saw it with my children sitting in my lap because they were really excited about the Ghostbusters. For my children, and I was kind of I was kind of <laughs> their toys. <laughs> and I was kind of excited for them because they're like, oh, there's a Ghostbuster with girls, you know, and that's awesome. I got three girls, so it's it, it's they they got to a point. It's like you know what? I have my Ghostbusters. I got to play Vinkman. You know what I mean? When I was a little ch- children playing with my toys. And my um, toys. And so it, it wasn't a big deal for me to say, all right, it's time for you guys to get your Ghostbusters. Um, but the problem is, is that even though Ghostbusters is a horror comedy, and and there's this just seems so slapstick. It, it was a insult to the to the source material, and not to say there's not funny slapstick type you know movie uh, parts in that movie, but for the most part, it it is a it is set in a real world. You know what I mean? I agree with ghosts in it. I agree. Um, and the subject matter is is taken seriously, even though it's a comedy. I agree. Uh, and I just think that they're they're turning this into that PG thirteen slapstick bullshit movie um and it's just a kind of an insult to the source material and i i haven't met a person yet who who thinks that that trailer is 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 good i think this movie is going to bomb horribly but you know what at the same time i'm like you know what take your chance get it done because i I don't really want to see anybody else as a ghostbusters it's not that i want to see guys as the ghostbusters i i want to see you know i want to see the impossible you know a Ghostbusters three with the original cast, which is not, you know, is never right. going to happen. But I will so, say, um, the devil is a liar. That shit cracked me up. When did she say that? She, when when the, the the one girl gets possessed. Okay. And she like grabs it and like smashes like the devil is a liar. Oh okay okay. Like that uh, was that that like made me laugh out loud. Uh, apparently that that actress and I don't know I don't know her name I'm not familiar with her but apparently she's getting a lot of flack. Yes. That the the performance yes, is, she's, is she's playing the blue collar black woman that's super black. You know what I mean? Like they they I think feel that, she, that she was quote unquote think, super black. They think that she's like becoming a, a mockery of herself. I guess. Um, now I'm not and, familiar with her work. What else was she in? Do you know? I, I, I don't I don't know I don't know if she I don't know what else she's been in. Uh, but, but what I think is funny about it is she, she's actually been like, like responding to it. Yeah. And she's been responding to it like a gangster. Oh, for real? Yeah. It's been pretty awesome. So she's, she's been tweeting back. Like if they made me a scientist, you would be mad at what type of scientist? (laughs) 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 She was like, who gives a fuck? It's not, it's a movie. Shut up and go watch it. It's not science. Actually, you guys bitching about nothing. (laughs) That's that's kind of tight, man. Hell yeah! So, why can't a regular person be a Ghostbuster? I'm confused. And why can't I be one who plays them? I'm a performer. Just go see the fucking movie. Save the world every day. So if I'm the stereotype, then so be it. We walk among heroes and take them for granted. Uh, you know. Uh, let's see. I received I received this from an MTA worker. Hey Leslie, thank you for being you. A question was being asked. Uh, a question was asked by a news writer about your role. On your new movie, Black Actresses, this was my response. I guess there's a piece there missing. I work for the MTA in that role as a token booth clerk, and it's booth, B-O-O-F. Um, but I think that's a Twitter thing to save characters, but not mm-hmm. sure. And, and I was happy to see my job. 
something which provides me with plenty of jokes, a great perspective on society, and a bird's eye view of horrible shit that I witness every day on screen. You know, that was what the person sent to her. Um, nice. But you know, like, that's, that's fucking totally valid. Fucking yeah. totally valid. Um, let's see what else. Uh, this may give us some semblance of humanness. I was attempted to one moment for this. Uh, hold I love my uh, job. I say this is all from that woman. Um, but she just, this trailer did not show that because somebody, I guess, called, they've been calling her like, oh, she's going to play the black sidekick. Mm-hmm. She was like, the trailer did not show that at all. The trailer, three different type of women getting together. How the fuck you see a sidekick? Like, she's just d- directly responding to these people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's pretty, t- like, I, I, I applaud her because, like, because I feel like it's it's people saying, like, no, this is, this is fucking, it's gotta be like this. Look, th- no, but not even so much that. Like, like, oh, so just like the first one, the black woman comes along and she's not really the smart one. She just needs a, she just needs an honest buck because she's struggling you know what I mean? And she's like, no. fuck you. Dude, just- Winston, dude, Winston's character in the original Ghostbusters, he's the guy with common sense. I agree. You know what they I mean? talk about that a bit too. So apparently Winston was in the original Ghostbusters. Like he came in on page eight. Okay. And he was going to be like a, a hot shot specialist and everything else. And then they came back with a rewrite where he came in at page 58 or some shit. And he mm-hmm. was just, you know, and his first words were, you know, how's the pay or whatever. Yeah, you know, so like, I I don't know why that decision was made, but uh, I do think that he is the common sense voice. Yeah, he he is he is how we relate to the material. You know, he yes. is our, our window into that world because he's just a regular guy. Yeah, that that's the beauty of it. Yeah, he's a regular man, not a regular black man, not a regular white man, just a regular man. Is can it can it be? Yeah, it's a thing. I'm going to refer to you as a man. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you to refer to me as a man. You know, fucking, I, you know, dude. But, you know, I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I didn't, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't super turned off by it. Um, I, I, I hated I the editing. I hated the look of the ghost. All the ghosts looked the same to me. You know, I hated the editing, how it, how it was edited. I hated that the fact that it had. Well, a trailer edit doesn't necessarily have anything to do. I don't know, man. Just I, I don't know. Just a separate company. I don't like it. It's a separate uh, company that gets hired as a contractor to come in and cut it. Maybe. I mean, that's how it's handled. I mean, like they have like trailer companies now, and like you send out your material, and then they put together what they want to put together from the material you provide them. So I mean, it could be it could be just a total trailer edit. You know? But I I, yeah. I I didn't think it had a bad vibe to it. I just like I, I think it, it I think it looks I, honestly I think it looks like it's gonna be just fine. But I just don't care because I have my Ghostbusters and they're 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 I enjoy them immensely and I don't need I don't need these Ghostbusters the same way yeah. I wouldn't need uh in, in, in a new never ending story even if every, every character played was uh, a, 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 white, a white bald guy mm-hmm. I wouldn't need that I I have my never ending story and I think it's fine. Like I don't know, like, even like the first scene, they're looking at that ghost and it just starts throwing up ectoplasm on him. Um, it's just too slapstick, man. It is. It is not, you know, and and I think that they have they they've alluded to that that is set in the Ghostbuster world, right? But I think we've gotten we've gotten statements that that Bill Murray and and uh, 
you know, everybody else is not going to be in the movie, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if if it's confirmed who and who isn't going to be in because it like it, they've kind of been wishy washy. Like, yeah, we're in, we're out, we're in, we're out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they, they've but they've all been vocally supportive. Yeah, but I think that's just a Hollywood, you know. I, I, I mean, I hear thing. you. I hear you, and I'm with you. But I will say this: Bill Murray is not that guy. That's true. But has he been supportive? Yeah. Really? Yep. Yep. He said something recently that was funny. Oh, um, I know what it was. He put out there's like a meme out there, and I think that he said this. I don't know if if somebody else said is like, um, if you're gonna have a clown a clown in the White House, at least at least pick one, you know. At least pick, yeah, pick a professional yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Vote Murray 2016. I might do that. I might pencil him in. So, so I, have, I, you know uh, what? I bet you. I bet you in, in the future. Hear me out. Sure. I bet you in the future somebody's gonna have a marketing game on social networking so squared away that he talks everybody into writing him in into the presidential or her, her in to the presidential election. And I wonder what would happen then. You know, if yeah. everybody put in Bill Murray, <laughs> that'd be, be awesome. awesome. It that. would. Yeah. So uh, what's next on the agenda, sir? Hasselhoff is is going to make an appearance in a Baywatch movie. You know what, man? <laughs> Full disclosure. I'm a little excited about that. Oh, God. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to see this. I, I, I didn't care about the show. and I, I, I did watch, when I was a kid, I did watch the show because it was like, I mean, I guess at that time it was like the only, you know, softcore porn you were getting besides Skinamax. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Know? I'm wondering if this isn't. I'm wondering if this isn't going to be a role reversal thing. For like the guys will be the. I mean, yep. I, I think it's always been a show that has both girl, hot girls and guys. Maybe, I, I, but I'm just, I'm just curious if this isn't like a, you know, if the pitch for this movie, if the words Magic Mike didn't appear. Maybe I've, I've never seen that. Magic Mike movies. Have you seen them? No, hell no. Um, well, apparently it's funny. It's funny that you should say that. Apparently, um, you know, we were sitting around with a couple of colleagues of mine, and, and somebody was saying something about Magic Mike, and one dude's like, "Yeah, I've seen both of them." And we're like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, there's a lot of dong in it, but there's a lot of TNA." And he's like, "Really?" And some other guy spoke up, like, "Yeah, dude." He's like, "My wife wanted to see it," and I was like, "Nah." But let me tell you, you know, that night, phew, let me tell you, I, she was pretending I was Ch- Channing Tatum, and I, I, I. I didn't fucking care. I'll tell you and, what, man. Uh, I, it, it can't be enough TNA to make me want to watch that movie. No, I don't want to watch it. I'm not saying I want to watch it. And it's, it's not just, because it's, of the, the dancing funny. dudes or whatever. Yeah, you know, like that's a bonus as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but but it's just it's just it He's doesn't look like a good lines. movie. It yeah, looks like a bad movie. Yeah, you're probably right. So I'm just not interested. I like, I, you know, if if I if and if I need something for the the sexual turn on, like I have a private case of DVDs I I can put on for my wife and I, in a in a black zip up leather bound case. That's funny. If we need to go that route, maybe we just um, have an empty box that's in the top of the attic. One day it'll score my children. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Going through that shit. That's fine. <laughs> Sex isn't a dirty word, Carlos. <laughs> anyway. Um let's get uh I tell you what, let's get this this let's get into this Marvel stuff real quick. Let's do so, it. So Agent Carter Caesar season three is rumored to be renewed. 
Yeah. Uh, this is also tied into Shield Season 4. So Shield Season 4 is greenlit, right? Yep. But Season 3 is still unconfirmed and and it in my opinion it doesn't look good cuz they 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 had this comicbook.com which is a good site for for those people out there. Uh they have the numbers listed for the steady decline of of views of viewers that for Asian that, Carter. Yeah, and it's fucking painful. Really. You know, and so it just, and then like there was rumors that she was taking another gig, you know. So I just and, and there yeah there was rumors she was taking another gig, and that's why they were canceling it, and that doesn't seem to be the case now. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I haven't watched either. Uh, yeah, I, I I have not. I've yet to complete an episode of that show, and I think I gotta. At one point, I'm gonna go give it give it an old college try. Um, just because it's in the Marvel universe, and I, and I want to see if there's any you know bleed over or insight to some other stuff. I have been I have been enjoying Agents of Shield. It hasn't been back yet, so I'm I'm glad that they got a fourth season. Um, but you know I'm, I'm kind of disappointed now that, to hear that whatever happens in Agents of Shield is probably not going to translate into the you know Marvel Cinematic Universe universe anymore. Like they'll reboot in humans, and they won't rely on anything from Agents of Shield. And that's probably why they push back in humans. Um, I, I don't know that for a fact. That's just the the rumors that I'm hearing. So yeah, I don't know if they're still if they still got a, a dog in that X Men fight. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? Like because Inhumans is their new X Men. X Men, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just don't know if they're still like, you know, maybe this will work out. You know, we got the Spider-Man thing working now. Maybe we can get something to work out for for X-Men, you know, and then we won't have to rely on Inhumans, which would be a bummer for me. If, if there's anybody out there that, we, like, like, I know we've had people write in before about, like, what books they should read. There is a book called Inhumans, and I think the book is either called Inhumans or it's called Inhumanity. It's mm-hmm. illustrated by Jay Lee. It is fan. Fantastic. It is the definitive Inhuman book. You can buy that Inhuman book and be done with your Inhuman book collection. It is great. It gives all the origin, backstory information that you need, and it tells it in a modern way during a modern time. It is uh, absolutely, like, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful piece from, from beginning to end. J. Lee art, you know, fucking stands for itself. But then aside from that, like, the story is actually really quite good. A lot of, like, cultural things, world-building things, and then, like, a decent, like, action story behind the scenes and a political story. It's it's really, it's just a work of genius. It's breathtaking. I suggest you try it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so are, are you excited at all about any of this, S.H.I.E.L.D., or? I mean, I'm happy about S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, I, I haven't. I ha- What do you think of that show overall? <sighs> Because like I, I felt like one time you told me not to watch it. Yeah, because all right. So the show is very. The show started out very very slow, right? Mm-hmm. And then the end of the first season, it was like holy fuck, that that was awesome. Um, and they kind of tied some stuff in with Captain America, which was cool. So the show's had had its ups and downs. This last season, I've I've actually enjoyed it. I I, I actually like the direction it's going. Uh, the season before, like I said, ups and downs. So like. You might get me for a little bit, and then you might lose me for a little bit. Uh, all in all, I I, I think the show is, is worthwhile if you're a a uh, Marvel fan. Worthwhile. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, but I mean, it's it's like... Not to be confused with worthwhile. So what you're saying is oh, watching oh, the show will make you want to take your shirt off, maybe. 
<laughs> dance, dance around in the window for people to see. My bad. Just I a wild time. I, I spoke. <laughs> it is not a wild time. Um, you know, I, I do like like I do like Daisy's character. There was one season in there with um Mr. Hyde, which was kind of wacky, wacky tabacky. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good. It's good. Good. I mean, it, it like it, it has its ups and downs. It's it's on it's on a good trajectory. I, I feel like they found their stride. Hmm. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm I'm eager I'm eager for it to come back. I'm patiently awaiting its return. Nice. Fans want Ice Cube to be the new J. Jonah Jameson. I'm down. I I don't care. I don't yeah. I, I don't think that Ice Cube is a great actor. <sighs> what? But you know whatever. What? Dude, ride along. Really? <laughs> so, what they did was. How dare you? This kind of is like a wider based discussion, right? So, <laughs> they. Fans started like a, a a hashtag or a petition to I'm gonna change dot org and I'm gonna get J. Jonah Jameson to get the guy who played him in in the Tobey Maguire films to come back. The guy from the Watch. Yeah, J.K. Uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, the guy from Oz. Schillinger. Schillinger. That's it. And J.K. Uh, Simmons. Who's that? Schillinger was the character he played in Oz, like the Nazi guy. Oh, okay. Um. And then I guess some other fan was like, well, what about Ice Cube? And then they're like, yeah, let's do Ice Cube. But you, you know what I'm against? Like, fans, just shut the fuck up. Do you know what I mean? Just shut unless the you have fuck a podca- up. Unless you have a podcast, oh. shut the fuck up. Like, it's just, <laughs> just let, these, let these people do their goddamn jobs and then, and then get vocal. You know what I mean? And then you get vocal and react. But, like, I'm tired of, like, this idea that fans are dictating what the studios are doing in that sense. Like... No, you have to get this person to play this role. Which we want, and I just think that, like, if if that were the case, you know, do you remember the backlash that Heath Ledger got when he was announced? Yeah, you know, we may not have ever seen a. The people were like, "No, William Defoe, make William Defoe the Joker." That's yeah. what the fans wanted, and we would never yeah. have gotten that Joker. Yeah. So just shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Wait for it. They either um, got a good casting director or a bad casting director. And either way, they're going to have to pay the cost of, of, of making that choice. Don't worry about it. Idiots. <laughs> Just tired of it. Like, these people aren't, like, there's a reason why you work at Toys R Us and this other person is a casting director. Yeah, they don't really? come to your job kicking boxes out of your hand. Oh, you don't go to, whole, don't go to their the job. You know, don't go to their job, you know, telling them what to do. I don't have any, I don't have a problem with people making suggestions. I mean, I don't I don't think uh, Ice Cube would be a, a bad, but the problem is is that like Ice Cube is kind of a he's he he could be a physically um, intimidating guy, right? And I don't think Jay Jenner Jameson is a physically intimidating guy. I think he's a he's a you know a pers- a dominant personality intimidating guy. So I think that that is a miscast for that. Um, I liked. I thought the last JJ was perfect. You know, whatever his name was. Yeah, I thought it was J.K. Simmons, isn't it? Is that right? I don't know. Only there's a box. I'm not looking it up. Sorry, looked up an actress or actress name. This this podcast. Won't get my data minutes. Fuck that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't care. If I mean, if if they do pick Ice Cube and it's and it works and it works. Yeah, I'm 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 in the same boat. I'm just tired of the fan, the fan tyranny. Just let these people yeah. do their job. Just let them do their job. Yeah, they—they they, it, it is getting a little old, man. The crying. 
Yeah. It's like a bunch of fucking babies everywhere. Yeah, and, and then like, and then you know, feel free to critique it afterwards. Yeah. I, like I, I just don't. I feel like I have more faith in the casting director than I do in Spider Fan sixty nine on Twitter. Hey man, he, he knows his shit. Whatever. <laughs> um, speaking of Spider Man news, Sony is moving forward with a Venom movie. You know what, man? I'm going to call bullshit on this. I, I don't think they're going to be able to not do that. Yeah, it's via it's, the Hollywood Reporter. I I don't think you know, you know why I think You know why I think they're doing this? What's that? Deadpool. Deadpool. Because I think Venom has a similar fan following like like Deadpool. And there's tons of incarnations of him that are kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're like, okay, we can have our badass R-rated villain slash anti-hero movie and make $600 million. And I think that's why the, that's why Sony is pulling these. You know, they're looking for properties like that. They can be edgy and dark and do something else with. You know what pisses me off about it is that I, I, I want that Spider-Man movie where that is the story that's told. Mm-hmm. The Venom story. The problem with that story is that you need, you really need to focus on that and build it up to like it's hard to express how much Venom hates Spider-Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Both the symbiote and Eddie Brock. I don't think it's something that you can do over a single movie. Uh, the last time they did it with Topher Grace or whatever, it was fucking disgusting. It's horrible. I mean, like he loses his career. You know? I mean, it's just it's fucking it's fucking crazy. And the symbiote. I mean, Spider-Man had the symbiote for a good long while. Yeah. That thing kind of learn it's kind of a tragic thing because the symbiote actually isn't evil what's made it e- evil is um peter's reaction to it and now now it's evil but like initially it didn't make him aggressive or make him a douchebag or anything like that it, it just you know this was a costume and I mean, it okay. went out at night and 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 you know fucking lived like used his body but it, it never you know it never was something that was ridiculously you know a nasty little fucking creature. It's just like, ooh, it's alive. Get it off of me. Icky, icky alien. But I'm and okay with kind slow of like, burning it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm okay yeah. if, if the Venom story is part three of a Spider-Man trilogy. You know what I mean? And, and it, everything is working towards that. But I just want yeah. to see that movie. You know, I don't need to and see the cool, a Venom movie. I don't even know if I want Eddie Brock to be the focus of a, you know what I mean? Like to, to be the, because he's got to be the, in some way he's got to be the protagonist. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. and, and not to say that that's an impossible feat because you can see it through his eyes. You can see the, the you can sympathize with Eddie to an extent, right? Like the jealousy yeah, and the, so like, I, I get it, but that's just, that's not the movie I want to see. I want to see the Spider-Man movie that shows him as the jealous guy. Yeah. I, uh, and let's, let's know, get man. Spider-Man right before we start getting carried away. Do you know what I mean? I did see a picture of what's his face of, I don't know what's Butterfield. What's the kid's name? Uh, we'll call him Butterfield. Butterface. Butterface. Uh, it looks like the chin thing is gone. <laughs> uh, what is this? The big chin. The big chin wart. Let's say right smack oh, dab really? in the middle of his chin. Yeah, it looks like it's gone in the picture. Oh wow! So I don't know if it's photoshopped out or or what. Or if you know. Then you know what's funny, man. Like, I I don't I don't care. You know I know like some people have like those those visually interesting things about their face. Uh, and I'm not I'm I'm not trying to be a dick. You know what I mean? Like they have a mole or or and sometimes or a beauty mark, you know, or, or <laughs> depending on your sexuality. So, yeah. 
and 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 sometimes it's like or some other whatever who ya it doesn't matter but it's funny now how you know people used to get that shit removed but now in movies nowadays it's, it's like a flick of the wrist to just remove it you know yeah. like you can just leave it there and they can just digitally remove it it's interesting right yeah you know uh it's only a matter of time so Sylvester Stallone is reportedly cast in Guardians 2 yeah what is that about up, buddy Oh, dude, no thanks. Interesting side story. Dude, Sebastian a... Saloon is a good actor, dude. Is he? He is a good actor. Yes. And what? He just ty- he just typed in fucking the original Rocky. Okay. The one that everybody goes to. Now continue. In Creed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Non-Rocky movies. All right. You know what? I'm going to pull up movies of Sebastian Saloon. Let's do uh, it. Oh, Please stop or my mom will shoot. Fucking right. classic. All right, instant classic, of course. Anyway, my, my, I had a college professor who taught me English, and uh, he went to, when, when he went to college, he was in acting class with uh, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, really? Anything to say about him? Uh, said he was a nice guy. Said he wasn't. Yeah. He, 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 he said he wasn't the star pupil. Wow. Um, but but hey, Sylvester Stallone ain't teaching no college class, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, very, <laughs> very short, dude. He, like he, it, it's surprisingly how short he is. All right, so I'm just gonna go through here and Creed. Okay, good movie. Uh, Grudge Match. I haven't seen that one. I actually want to see that. A lot of boxing movies here. Escape Plan. That wasn't very well acted. <laughs> Bullet to the head. Never watched it. Uh, Zookeeper. No, Expendables. I, the last Rambo was okay. Um, Spy Kids, no. Taxi Three. Ooh. Dri- driven. Driven. Get Carter. Cop Copland. He he was good in Copland. That was a good movie. Uh. Harvey Keitel, Ray Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro. Sounds good, but I, I don't know. He was like a sheriff. There's like a, it was like a, it was like a sheriff. Yeah, some... I saw it. Uh, I I don't know. I, I mean, I, th- I think it's a good movie, but I don't know if he has anything to do with making it good. Uh, uh Judge Dredd, please. He was terrible. Come on, come on. Um, did I ever tell you about the dude who's like obsessed with with in my art class? I was obsessed with Sylvester Stallone. No. Oh my God. This guy, he, he was he was one of these dudes who you know had some skill. Like he you know he did some portraits and stuff like that, um, like all like pencil. Um, but like all he would draw is Sylvester Stallone and different Sylvester Stallone movies, <laughs> right? It's a real it's a real thing. And uh, he had this like Rocky like leather not leather jacket Rocky jean jacket with like a bunch of like Rocky patches. You know, like, like apparently he made himself, or it might have been like a Sylvester Stallone like. Like, wasn't he a big investor in uh, Hollywood Cafe or whatever that, He was, you know, Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. It was like a Planet Hollywood Sylvester Stallone edition jacket that he had also sewn, like, these patches on for e- each of the Rocky movies. Um, or maybe it was a copy of Ro- one of Rocky's jackets. I don't know, but the dude had a fucking Sylvester Stallone coat that he wore no matter what the weather was, you know, like, indoors. Um, and so he just had this book, and all he would draw is, like, you know, Rambo... Rocky, Judge Dredd, you know, Demolition Man. That's all he would. That's all he would draw. Is Sylvester Stallone. 
So what a peculiar young. I man. almost wish I, I almost wish I had a, like I was a fan of something to that level. I almost you know? wish I talked to him more because he was going through some shit. <laughs> and he was like really, he was a really thin dude, like really scrawny dude. Oh yeah, that's probably you know. Had a penis so, like a kickstand. Very odd cat. Yeah, probably. Um, very very odd odd cat. Um, no doubt. So. <laughs> you 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 kept you kept some odd folks around you, dude. I mean, it was my art class. What are you gonna do? I know. Yeah. Remember uh, the trench coat mafia guy that you used to keep hanging around? Oh, Daryl, <laughs> dude. It it's dude. There's a comedian. Who was it? Um, a guy that you fucking hate. Um, uh, puppet guy. Da, da, uh, white dude. Um, I hate fucking, the puppet guy. Not the puppet guy. I do hate him, though. I want to say his name is Dave or Dan or starts with Dean. Dean something. Fuck safe comedians, though. You know what I mean? Fuck He's not safe comedian. He's the guy that, like, stole a bunch of people's shit. Oh, he, like, made Dane his... Cook. Dane Cook, yeah. He stole a lot he of... He does uh, have this... He stole a lot of Jim Jeffrey shit. I mean, not Jim Jeffrey. Did he really? Uh, Dimitri Martin. Like, he has, he has started because of MySpace. Like, he walked in and had, like, a million MySpace subscribers. Um... Or yeah, I think it was MySpace. Anyway, he uh him and Tila Tequila, Tequila Tequila. Yeah, yeah, man. He had this one gag though, where he he has like this one crazy guy at work. He's always nice to him, and like you know, always gave him a candy bar. And he comes in one day, starts plugging people away, and he stops at him. He goes, "Thanks for the candy," <laughs> and then continues to kill other people. Yeah. And like I like when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, dude, I have so many fucking." acquaintances like that. I'm like, you know, you are the guy that's going to go postal. I'm going to be really nice to you. So you yeah. call me up one day, don't come into work today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I will. I did. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, um... yeah, man, I don't know. It's like, it's like moths to the flame. The crazy gravitates to me. Yeah. It would yeah, be my beating power. I no doubt. That guy, uh, I, I just remember sitting in English class because like, so for those listening, like Adam had this buddy and he was a little, he was a little on a strange side. And well, let, let just, me let me set it like the dude. He was a military brat, right? Uh, and he and he moved he, here um, from Germany, and so he came in and I'm, he's like the new kid. This is like the middle of seventh grade, maybe. Maybe. Um, and and he was just a, he was just a strange dude, you know. Um, as you know, he's raised in Germany and came to came to America, and you know, is what it is. Both of his parents were in the army, and. Uh, but he was he was an artist type kid too, but he was he was an odd fellow. But go ahead, because I know what you're. I know the story you're about yeah, to tell. Yeah, so I, I was in English, and it's, and it's true as shit. <laughs> At least the one I'm thinking of, anyway. I don't know if it's the story you're thinking of, but like oh, I, was sure in, I was in I was I was in English class with my sophomore year of high school, which was a year I got thrown out of my high school, and uh, or asked no, actually no, uh, that's no, not no. that's not fair. I was asked not to return. Well, hold on a second, though. We're, we're setting up. Now, this is a kid that I knew in middle school. Correct. So this is like six years later. Like, I'm, I have oh, moved away. Four, I'm doing – oh, I'm sorry, four years later. I have moved away. I am in a, a different school. Correct. Bobby has gone through two or three different schools and is now at this <laughs> other school. And uh, continue, sir. Yeah, so uh, I was trying to be nice to him because I knew he was Adam's buddy. And, like, he's still – No, no. You, oh, you're not telling that story then. No, I guess not. Which story are you gonna tell? Uh, I, let me let me tell my story first because okay. it happened before yours. So, 
I had like kept in touch with this guy for years. Like he would like come over in the summers and like stay with me for like a week or two, like hang out and whatnot. And and the dude, had, you know, the dude kind of had a shitty. He had a shitty situation. You know what I mean? Um, but it's funny because like it got to the point where I realized later in life, like his his family didn't really want to have anything to do with him either, because the, he would just stay for like like a week, and a week would turn into to two. And then sometimes he'd try to stay for three. I mean, like, literally, like, staying with me for three weeks. And my mom didn't care, you know. But I know I got to the point where I was like, dude, you need to go home. Because I just got, I, I would get sick of him, you know. Um, and then I'd have, like, a good six-month break or whatever. And then he'd come back. And this would be, like, you know, every other year. Because I, I left, I left that school in eighth grade. So this is, like, up through high school that he'd, he'd even come through. Well, years later, when he first in your class... You guys just started happening to talk about um, about each other, about and then like my name came up, and he was like, "Yeah, my my best friend Adam Russman," and you were like, Arr! "What? What did you say? <laughs> to whom? <laughs> you remember what I'm talking about now?" Yeah, 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 yeah. And dude, you call me up, and it's like it's like you caught me in like a embarrassing <laughs> affair. <laughs> I was like, and I, I was like, you were like, and I remember you're like, hey, buddy, met your best friend. And I was like, and I didn't know who, what the fuck you were talking about. And I was like, your best friend, Daryl. And I was like, oh, dude. I was like, He's going to come over for a like, pancake I was party. Like, I was like, dude, leave him alone, man. Please, please leave that dude alone. And I know, like, man, it's cool. I mean, I'm trying to be cool with the dude. It's just, it, dude, it's so funny, man. He, he talks about you like. Like nobody's business, and at this point in time, I think that I hadn't seen him for like a year. Um, and you actually ended up like, like getting us back together. Like, I, and I and I haven't seen him for you know we hung out a couple more times after that incident. Um, and then finally, video games. What's that? Yeah, I uh, I can't remember exactly exactly what I was saying now. <laughs> Oh, you said something about video game school? Oh, he went to video game school, didn't he? Like, went to video game college or something? I I, I think that was his intent. Now, this is back in, like, 98, 99. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there, there was one point that I, I talked to him a few years after that. But it's been, I mean, dude, it's been fucking a decade since I probably talked to him. He was the but, dude that would show up on a hot summer day in a trench coat, like a duster. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, man, you're making me hot. Yeah, he, he he got really he got really crazy. And like he's one of those dudes too that got into like Native American religions. Oh sweet know? fucking dream catchers, bro. Yeah. Dude, dream catchers and wolf t shirts, so badass. I was uh I was around uh these people one day. It was like um one of those things like I was I was at a buddy's house and like the the, the power went out and like, you know when like the power goes out in the whole neighborhood like the whole neighborhood comes outside and starts talking about like yours too, you know. Yeah. Um, well, there was this lady out there and she came out. She had like like one of the shirts had like a husky face on it, like a husky, like a dog husky, like dog. Yeah, howling at the moon. Yeah, type of thing. And I went up to her and I was like, I was like, that is a sweet t-shirt. And she was like, thanks, I got it. Whatever. Da, da, da. And I was like, I have one very similar except it's just pugs. was she native american Uh, i'm sure she thought she was she said her mom was an apache but i suspect she's lying yeah (laughs) i know what that reference is hey um there you go so 
anyway, yeah. So I was sit, I was sitting next to this kid, and I was like, I was trying to be nice to him, but because like like Adam said, he was like a military brat. Like military brats, a lot of times are like very very socially inept. So like he was a dick. Like he was a fucking dick. And like he was a dick. he's one of those guys that's got to feel smarter than you. He's got to be better than you. He's got to be faster than you, and all that. Like you know, not necessarily physically, but just like in, in you know coming up with the answer or whatever. If, if you're familiar with the Venture Brothers, there's a character in there. I can't remember his name, but he's like Brock. He's Brock Sampson's like illegitimate son. Where is he, Brock Sampson's son, or is he Rusty's son? I, I forget his name. But he's like the the oh the big the bigger kid of like the friend the friend of one of the brothers. And he's like one of those guys like I could have made that jump if I had my tabby boots on. Like he he is like that fucking guy. Um, yeah. But continue. So so anyway, I, I I was trying to be nice to him, but like I am like I not so much now because I'm old and and uh, <laughs> you know mature and I'm like a fine wine now. Mm. But in my younger days. Like I didn't care. I'd fight you in a minute. I I enjoyed it. I, win or lose didn't really bother me much. I just liked I just liked the act of fighting. It makes me know I'm still alive. Yeah, yeah pretty much. So like, like it was just one of the things. Like uh, like oh, you're so it was like Chris Rock said. It was like like it was like oh oh you're a smart guy huh? You're a smart guy. Well, I got a question for you, smart guy. Let's see if you can answer this one. Can you kick my ass? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like one of those types of things. So like I got so irritated by him, I just I started sitting behind him, and uh, and me and this kid Kevin would just flick rubber bands at his head, forty five minutes. Yeah. The entire class just would flick fucking rubber bands at his head because he was a dick, you know. Yeah. He was just a he was a he was a he was a mean nerd. He was a mean spirited dude. You know, like he was just a, he was just a nasty dude. But whatever. Let's kind of continue talking about this enough. That's enough talk about Daryl for for a lifetime. Yeah. Um, He's wasted enough of our time. I do wonder what happened to him. Uh, I have to, I have to well, research that shit. Did you ever you ever heard of this situation called Columbine? Yeah, well, that, that was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, hello. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, good. So, uh, the last half hour of the film Civil War is brutal, both physically and emotionally. Yeah, man. Um, that, that's what I, that's what I need. Like, and I don't I, care so much about the physically part. It's that emotional shit, man. Like, that's what I need. And I tell you another thing, I don't think it's going to be fucking War Machine that, that bites it. Who needs to be? I don't, I, probably Scarlet Witch, but I just, I don't think it's going to be War Machine, man, because I think that like everything is trying to make you think it's War Machine. So what would be the payoff? Yeah. What if it's Tony? I think that that's, I think that that's plausible. Yeah. I mean, he wants out. Um, yeah. But a lot of people say that they feel that a lot of people aren't going to like the ending. Mm. It's not going to sit well with a lot of people, which is, I think, very interesting. Um, like, I almost want this movie to challenge me emotionally. Yeah, like, I'm okay I'm, with I'm that. Re- I'm ready for that. There's a part like, no, 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 I don't want it to, to move anywhere. I just... I hope, regardless of who dies, they just have a good death. Like makes sense. Like I don't, I don't necessarily feel that Han had a good death. You know. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't argue that. I, I think in some ways he does. Do you know what I mean? But I, I wouldn't argue that because, like, I, I, I feel like there's a missing component, man, to that to Force Awakens. We talked about this on our three-hour extravaganza. Extravaganza. But yeah. there should have. But like, the, whatever. Episode six point five would have been. I feel like there's an element of that that was needed for the Force Awakens. 
friends, you know, like, yeah. because you yeah. don't have that strong emotional attachment to Kylo and Han's relationship. Yeah. You know, for, for that thing to really pay off. And we, I think we I mentioned mean, that specifically in, in our, in our, in our talk. And, I, and there's rumors that what if Han turned on the lightsaber himself, you know, or, you know, and, you know, maybe we'll find out, maybe we'll find out there's more to it than that. Um, I got a so feeling that's not going to be the case, though. It's I don't I don't think so either. But it, it's it, it it I think it does prove that there's there's something that's not enough there because people wanting wanting to put extra in there that wasn't there. You know. And War Machine's role in Civil War is bigger than anyone thought. There's another report coming out, and I just don't I'm think. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that too. You know you know me, man. Give give yeah. me Cheeto. Give me all the Cheeto I can take, mm. and just then add covered in. With- Face covered with Cheeto. Face covered in Cheeto. And then add in one spoonful of Cheeto. Nice. Yeah, I'm a nice. Cheeto fan, so I, I, I like I'm I'm A okay with him taking over. The only the only reason why I could see them legitimately doing writing him out of the Marvel universe would be because of the role inconsistency, but I kind of feel like we're over it, you know? So what, what do you mean the role inconsistency? Like Terrence Howard played him in the first Iron Man or whatever. No, no, no. Because we've had him in Iron Man 2. We've had him in Iron Man 3. I, I'm right. I agree. I agree. I'm saying no. that's the only reason why I can see them write him out. Like, you don't write Don Cheadle out, sir. You do not. But what else is he? He's been in Iron Man 2, 3, Avengers 2. Correct. And now he'll be in Civil War. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty consistent. Terrence who? Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm just saying, if there, if there, if there were a reason, because I just can't see him getting like he's like a fucking Academy Award winning actor. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's he's a big deal. Yeah. Um, Agreed. So I just can't see him letting go, especially when he could he could carry on. Like if there was any mantle that could be carried on, it's it's that it's that one. You know, I agree. I agree with that as well. Yeah. It's been set up for so long. Like you're connected to the character already. It's like let's let's rock and roll. I'm on board. Um. So I certainly hope they don't kill him. No, I don't think right. they will. Now we'll trans uh, we'll transition into some DC stuff, and before we get into the the BVS talk, um, what about this Joseph Gordon Levitt Sandman? I don't know enough about Sandman. I don't um, either. So I'll it's tell you it's too I, it's too artsy fartsy for me conceptually. It's acclaimed. Yeah. It it's the brilliance of it is that it is like some whole new universe type of shit that still ties into the Golden Age Sandman. Um, it's like 75 issues self-contained and I think that Lucifer's a tied to it though. It is. It is. Yeah. And I think, uh, Constantine is even tied to it somehow. That sounds about right. I think there's a few vertigo titles that are, that are, uh, that are, that are tied to it. But anyway, so Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who we know as Robin from Dark Knight Rises, he has been like a big like supporter of the book, wanting to get it made, blah 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 blah, like big fan, et cetera, et cetera. You know, he's been tied to the title since we've ever heard rumors of it, and he just put on his Facebook recently that he's leaving the title. Basically, because of the merger of New Fifty Two and the way that Time Warner has it owned in relation to New Line, New Line actually has the rights to it cinematically, and New Line, because New Line is a Time Warner company wants to take it in a direction that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is not comfortable with, so he'd rather just leave it all together than go down that road and wishes them the best. Um, I don't know why. But I think it's one of those, like, what does your heart tell you, Annie? Yeah. I feel like this is a bad sign. Like, I feel like if this studio wants to go a direction that he didn't want to go in, 
it's probably for the worse and not for the better. Yeah. I don't know why I feel that way, but I do. Any thoughts? I, I don't know. I mean, like, I like him. He, he's got a YouTube channel or, or he does a couple of different crazy funny videos. I think he's a good actor. Um, so, and I think that if he has an appreciation for the genre, I think it's a good thing. So, I'm not interested in doing it. It's not going to be done right. I don't want to do it. It stinks and I don't like it. Right. So, I'm fine with it. I'm good. Let's make it happen. Or not make it happen. Not. Let's make happen not making it happen. Yeah. Which is a bummer because I think, like, and it's, it's, it's another one of those books like The Watchmen. Like, it's been described as, like, the untranslatable title, you know? Yeah. But we um. both know that's not true. <clears throat> right. But I'm just saying, like, if, if Watchmen was described that way and we love Watchmen the way we do, you know? Maybe Sam yeah. could be something great. I mean, they said the same thing about Lord of the Rings. Right, right. I still haven't seen the the Battle of Five Armies or whatever the fuck. Have yeah, you seen it yet? Yeah, yeah. Is it good? It's fine. More the same. More the same. More hobbits, more mayhem. Yeah, and then less hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, Bilbo Baggins. What are your thoughts on Legends of Tomorrow's writers to plan the change up or the team's lineup? Do you have any thoughts? Um, they've talked about... Who did they talk about? Fuck, I don't even know. Um, they talked about bringing Carter back and someone else. I, I, gotta, I gotta find that now. I mean, it, it's funny, man. I was, uh, I was talking to somebody who uh, is digging... digging uh, leg- oh, it was... um, It was... Uh, Jisk and I were talking about on the podcast. Like, he's kind of like all in with it now. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm digging it. It's it's fine. I like the the whole time travel aspect. It's interesting because I think they can have a wide range of different things to do to make the show interesting. Um, but yeah, whoever it doesn't matter who's in it. Long long as the chemistry works with the team, I don't fucking care. It could yeah. be fucking plastic. Bring Plastic Man. Let's have Plastic Man come on. I'm I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> I'm willing and I'm ready. I don't know. So yeah, but you're not gonna, you're never gonna watch it. Nah. Yeah. Okay, it'd be all right. Yeah, I just not. It's just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I saw the. I think I saw the first episode, and and I, now I hear that the first episode is not the best thing to judge it off of. But I, I, feel, I still feel like I saw enough. Yeah, uh, that, that is a that is a true statement. The first episode was kind of rocky, um, but it, it it's it is. There's a lot of melodrama dra- uh, drama with it, so I wouldn't yeah. So. We have plenty of. Uh, I, I think we should talk about this Frank Miller situation first. Well, for the, uh, the, I just want to say one thing real quick before we do that because I want a little bit of Deadpool talk. Deadpool just entered the top fifty highest ranking gross domestic films of all time. That is something special. It's already cleared six hundred million bucks. It's going to end up being the highest grossing rated R film of all time, probably. Um, I mean, it it goes, it comes back to this concept. That we've been, we personally have been talking about for so fucking long. It's just the source material is powerful enough to not only stand on its own, but to do amazingly well in the marketplace. Right. You know, just let it happen. Let it happen. And I, and I just, you know, I, 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 I do feel like this is a double-edged sword because people are gonna be like, they're gonna go fucking full retard with it and and just start making movies about everything, and we do run the risk of oversaturation. You know, like oh, every, you know, rated R is a new black. Everything's rated R. I want to, I want a rated R Spider Man, um, which is not going to happen. But you know, I, I think that's awesome. And and you know, I want to 
push out another thanks to Ryan Reynolds for making this happen and the whole Deadpool team. And I'm gonna go see that movie this week. So week, so I'm I'm excited to go see it again. <clears throat> and uh, congrats on the win. So let's you talk about awesome, Frank Miller a bit. You awesome burnt candle wax penis looking motherfucker. Mm. Yes, continue. Frank the uh, okay, so fuck. Well, All I right, want to so, talk about Frank Miller, man. So Frank Miller apparently was working on a movie, a Batman movie with Darren Aronofsky. Yes. And it never saw the light of day because they wanted it to be like uber violent. Yes. Does that strike you as strange? Um, no, I, I, I don't, that it's, it struck me strange that it didn't get made. That, no, that the, that the studio was pushing beyond Frank Miller's comfort level of violence. I mean, did Frank Miller say this is too violent for my sensibilities or yeah. was it like, I don't think this is going to work. So I don't want to be part no, of it. No, no. It's, it, it says on there, like he wanted, like they wanted Batman torturing people. He wasn't comfortable with that. Like there was okay. a number of there was a number of things that he just wasn't conceptually comfortable with, and like their their Batman was going to be very different. Like he was going to like leave all his fame and fortune behind and like live out of a tunnel and a subway or something. Well, that just doesn't sound like Batman to me. Yeah, I, I I hear you, but anyway, like the reason why it didn't get made was because they walked away from the project because they wanted to go uber violent, hmm. which I find strange. Now. Well, I- now, is it just the violence, or is it like the totality of the circumstances? Is it like it was the tunnel mention, thing? No, 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 no. It was the violence. They, like they, the tunnel thing was them. Oh, really? Yeah, they walked away from it because of the violence. Huh. Yeah. Now, was this supposed to be like a Batman year? Wasn't it supposed to be a Batman year one? Yes, it was going to be in, in place of Batman Begins. I'm glad but, that but, shit didn't happen. So am I. But what also is funny about that is. It's the it's the idea that Batman Begins is not uber violent. You know what I mean? I mean, it, like, it, there's like in regards to him torturing people. What does yeah, uber violent mean? Like, I, I need I need a. I, it's I, not like ultra violent. It's not fucking like. It, 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 there's nothing. There's not. There's no violence in Batman Begins that seems like. Oh my god! Like, that's that's like people cutting super, out people's eyeballs and shit like that. That's super violent. Yeah, I I would agree. You know, but so like that's what I find strange about it all. You have Frank Miller working on a story. He leaves because the violence is too much, like to include torturing people, which he says specifically he was uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. To Batman I'm Begins, following. which isn't that way either. Yes. You know, it well, just maybe seems that was well, maybe they, they, they lost beast. when they lost Frank Miller and they lost everybody else. And then Nolan came with a, a better a better pitch. Maybe like, let's go super realistic. Either way, I'm happy it worked out that way. Did you happen to see the Hollywood reporters with inter- with the uh, interview with Frank? I did. Um, dude, some I-, I wish he would say what's going on, man. How old is Frank Miller? I don't know, but he looks Bernie Sanders old in this unit. I mean, he looks older than Bernie Sanders. I mean, he's like like one sh- like shoulder is like lost, you know, to, yeah, to yeah. old age and arthritis. Yeah. Um, let me let me look him up real quick. But it was pretty interesting, the stuff that he said about Sin City, where he was like, Sin City kind of came from this place, like he wanted to carve out his own niche that was all his with his own continuity and all that stuff. Like, I admire that. That's pretty fucking cool. And they yeah. were, and he was like, I always thought that my, my female form and cars were my weakness. So I made a book totally about women and cars. That's funny. You know? And he was like, I, that's how I was going to gain my strength. 
Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I think the world of that dude, man. Like, his body of work, even with, even with the arguable blemishes, is still a, a fucking impressive feat. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at him. Um, he's 50, he's only 59 years old, dude. Yeah. So something's yeah, something's, de- something's definitely going on with him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know, dude. And I, and and, he, and like I saw him in that video, like starting to draw. It looked like like the drawing was taxing. Yeah. Like somebody was like, "Hey, we want to get a picture of you drawing." And he's like, "Really? Right now?" And so he's sitting there and drawing and whatnot. But yeah, because he looks like he's eighty. Um. Yeah, but you know what? I, I respect his privacy, man. If he doesn't want to talk about it, yeah. Then, so do I. So do I. You know, let's not talk about it and you now move on. But he is a fascinating dude, man. And, and like, I I kind of feel bad now that I I feel like he's like his work has slipped in my perception. And right. it's like you just don't. Sometimes you make a judgment, you don't know what's going on. And obviously, nobody knew what was going on with that dude. Um, for you know, maybe that's that's part of the problem. You know, maybe well, Superman. I'm- Fucking cock is part of the problem. I'll tell you, you I know? love how serious he takes the art. The art. Form. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he treats this shit like, like, you know, like the original, like if we could get a hold of the original pencils for Detective Comics number one, like that shit should be in a museum next to fucking Picasso. Yeah. You know, like he, he treats it on that level. And I, I just, I fucking admire the dude. I really yeah. do. I um, all right, now we got tons of Batman stuff. Let's start with the non-news stuff. So we got an article that came out with an interview with Christian Bale where he says that he's not entirely happy with his performance on Batman. Was it the... Was it the... No, no, no. It's just that, like, he, he feels like... Uh, he, he feels like he was fine. It was, it was more of a back a back padding, so to speak. Like, he he's, he's fine with his performance. He just feels like when when Ledger came along, it totally like changed the rules. Yeah. And he feels like he never quite rose to that level. You know, he's like, he's like, fuck like that guy came along and touched that character and changed that character forever. And I'm not sure if I, if I managed to do that. Uh, I mean, I would agree with that. Yeah. I I mean, I like, dude, I'm, I'm really having like an odd feeling about, Christian Bale's Batman now, and I, I I can't put my finger on it. It's like I look at Keaton, and it's like it was such a pivotal moment in my young development that there there's a love there that will never go away. You know, um, I just I, I I fuck with that that movie. I still like it, the original '89 Batman. I look at the Val Kilmer one and the George Clooney one, and I realize they're jokes, and I just they're dismissed. You know, they they don't. They don't deserve the cowl, and um, and I, I don't blame them per se. It's just the the, the whole direction that movie went in, um, it's just is is disgraceful to the character. And then I, you know, when Batman Begins came out, that was like a that was an interesting time in my life personally because like, I had a lot going on. I kind of started my career. I was like, well, I was into it a few years, but it was like you know finally getting my getting my feet underneath me. And it's like it's like you know really in the adulthood phase and like this was something that kind of harkened back to my interests and got me back into comic books for you know pretty heavy and, and whatnot and it just came out of nowhere and I, and I finally felt like wow somebody's treating the source material as important as, as I feel it should be treated and even with Spider-Man Spider-Man was good the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man Spider-Man 2 was better but there was still kind of the the popcorn type feel sure absolutely like, you know Action movie, goofy, whatever, in this, 
in this world. And, and, and at the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie, it didn't really matter what happened in the middle. You know, you just kind of were like, you were in it and you were seeing Spider-Man and that was, it, the movie could have been all the Spider-Man action scenes and you probably would have just been just as happy to see that. But like, the Batman Begins movie really got into the character of Batman, really got into the character of Bruce Wayne. And there's parts in that movie that while it was happening, I hated it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But then it transitioned, it transitioned to a place I haven't. I love, like how I thought that Gordon died. Yeah. And how I thought that Ra's al Ghul died and how I thought, you know, you know, Bruce pulled a gun out and was going to kill that dude, you know, yeah. was going to kill Joe Chill and then he got killed, you know, like everything about that movie, even when the the scene in the Chinese prison where he's like kicking these guys as ass, but he's lost. Like he, he is, he's got skill and whatnot, but he, he, he's not refined. And I loved that the League of Shadows, you know, because I want to say that's the first time where it's been the League of Shadows that set him on the right path, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was a cool mix. And the fact that you didn't realize that Liam Neeson was Ra's al Ghul. Yep. Like, I totally bought in. It was Kim, whatever the fuck his name is. Right. Um, so there, there's just parts of that movie that grabbed me and, and I thought were, were perfectly done. Uh, the relationship with Lucius Fox. I mean, Morgan Morgan Freeman. Um, <laughs> you know, like, when I, when, like, Lucius Fox... I love that character. He's just too. such a fucking awesome character. And when they, they cast Morgan Freeman, I was like losing my fucking mind. Like, oh my God, that's so perfect. Like everything there was so perfect. And, but, you know, there are aspects of, of that movie that that weren't the Batman that I wanted. Um, and then when Heath Ledger came with that Joker, you know, it was like this up, up and down roller. It's like, fuck, what are these guys doing with this shit? This is going to be stupid. And you know, and then I'm, and then we're watching the teaser, and I remember having this conversation. It's all part of the plan. It's like that one teaser with the the cards coming down. I remember specifically, you told me, like, see, I don't like this dude. They don't know who Joker is because Joker is not the kind of guy that is going to have this elaborate plan. You know, he's kind of just you know doing crazy shit. And then and then when you realize the context of that comment, it is a, it, it it is perfectly the Joker. And then we're watching it, and like, you want to know how I got these scars? Like, no, I don't want to know how you got these scars. Yeah, don't yeah, tell yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, fuck, he told me how you got these scars. God damn it. And then and then the story's changed. Like, oh my god, I love this now. It, right. And they had this way of 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 teasing you if you're a fan, no matter how how much you knew the source material. And I, and I do think that I, I know you love Dark Knight Rises, and I've always made it you know quite obvious that there's there's a piece of Dark Knight Rises that doesn't fit well for me. Um, because it, it closes the chapter of the Batman story, and I think that Batman is one of these characters that needs to kind of, even though he's not immortal, even though he's not a superhero, in your imagination, he just needs to go on forever. Um, and I don't mind telling stories of the future of him, you know, or or a future without him, because you realize that he is a mortal man, but I don't want to see how his story ends. And, and there was parts of The Dark Knight Rises, like the the biggest issue was, are they going to kill Bruce Wayne? You know, like we thought that there was a huge chance that we're going to walk out of this film, seeing the death of Bruce Wayne. Right. And, you know, and now that we look back at that, like, Oh, of course he didn't die. We know that now we can't, we can't have that same emotional response that the veil of ignorance has been, has been lifted. Um, but this new Ben Affleck Batman, like the more I see it, I'm just like, yes, yes. And, and, there's an attitude, there's a gangster in in Batman that I don't think has ever been properly portrayed. It, it's almost like the ruth, the ruthlessness of his mission, you know? And, you know, Batman Begins was Batman 
beginning, you know. The Dark Knight was realizing finally what Batman was, but then he just he quits. You know what I mean? Like that that's like that's a big problem for me. Like bat there's no Batman for eight years. Like like the Joker broke him and he quit his mission. And I realized that Gotham got better, but that never sat right with me. You know? Like he, he should have been a fugitive you know, from the law for a longer period of time. Um uh, and still went out there and did his thing. Like See, I kind of what feel- I like about it <clears throat> what I like about it is that like, like we had the discussion like I don't want to see the same story over and over and over again, right? Yes. So yeah. what what I like about it is like this Batman, the, the the Nolan Batman, he he lost. Like he justified he 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 sacrificed an element of morals, like like a moral element. Like he lied. Mm-hmm. And he fucking lied for what he thought was the greater good, but that shit like a lie will fucking always rise. Do you know what I mean? Like it will find yeah. its way. You know, like, and I love Batman having to deal with that sort of consequence. You know, and I, and, and, and like, and, and you're right. There's a, there's a very cool aspect of that story, and it's a story that we haven't seen. And and I do agree that I don't like I don't want to see the same story over and over again. Absolutely. But there there is a point where I felt like this Batman was going in a, in a certain direction. And the third film just, just it, it felt to me that it went into a, a different direction, um, and and maybe it, because they wanted to explore that lie thing, but like this Batman I'm seeing now, in Ben Affleck, everything from the way he looks, his 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 intensity. You know, um, why did this Batman quit? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. You know what I mean? Like that's the, like there. How long has he been out of commission? Yeah. You know that puts you right back. Where you were done. Maybe. Maybe. But obviously he didn't quit because he's here. Like, like well, And we don't know what happens the, with the Nolan Bruce either. Do you know what I mean? No, I mean, he, he did quit. You know, he... he so you know, did this one. Yeah, but, but he quit being Bruce... He even quit being Bruce Wayne. Like, Bruce Wayne is dead. Like, the Wayne legacy is dead. You know? I mean, he... he I, I think that... I think it's safe to say that, um, you know, the, the, the Nolan Bruce Wayne achieved... Everything he could achieve, and he he left. He retired. You know him and him and Selena. You know, lived happily ever after. But you know, I, that... I, I I do too. But what I'm saying is that like I don't think that Batman's the type of person that would commit to something like I'm gonna quit, and and not mean it at the very least at the time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and we don't and we don't know if Batman quit. Do I mean do we know that that, that there's no more Batman in this movie that he, he stopped being Batman? I want to say yes. Okay. Um, but whatever. So, which yeah. brings us to our Batman vs Superman kind of stuff. Let's get some of the other smaller points out of the way. Green Lantern, we may not see till Justice League Two. That's crazy. I'm not feeling that. But they've already cast the actor. That's that's the hard bit. Um, that's the hard part to swallow for me. They're saying like he's not going to be in Justice League One. They want to make they want to take their time with him, make sure they got him right. They don't want a repeat of the last time and all this shit, but like, that's a lot of time to go by without fucking the lantern as part of the. I wonder if he's gonna be. I wonder if he's gonna be the heavy in this universe. Um, you know, because Green Green Lantern has gone in and out of like power level in, in the DC universe of like how powerful he is. I mean, there there's a point in time where he was like almost just as powerful as Superman. Um, 
and and he's he has become a little bit less powerful. You know that we've seen stuff from, you know, the Justice League cartoon and whatnot. Um, so maybe he's going to be the heavy, and and they they want to they want to wait for him to come in for some other kind of cosmic event. Hope it's I hope that I hope it succeeds long enough to bring him in. Yeah. Um. So I wonder if they've if they film stuff and they've cut it out though. I don't know. I hope it's just bullshit. I hope it's just so we can have a surprising moment. Yeah. Batman ever Superman. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> uh, apparently. All right. So there's all this talk about these cuts, right? So there's the theatrical cut, which we've now learned has cut Barbara Gordon out of it. But well, we don't know if she's Barbara Gordon. She's been. She's not Batgirl, and she's not um, Robin. But it doesn't mean well. It doesn't mean that she's not Barbara Gordon. But, but she's going to be in the rated R version. Yeah. Jen, Jen, Jenna Malone, uh, Malone, is that her name? Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. So, I don't know. I don't, I'm don't glad know. to see, I'm glad, I am glad to see them make cuts. It, but then, yes. like, the other question is, what's canon? I don't know, man. It, will the R-rated version be canon? I think that the R I don't I don't think it's gonna be a different movie. I don't think they're gonna do like a director's cut like they did to Superman two. Like a Donner cut versus you know. Right, but the what I'm saying Superman is 2. like if they introduce her will they have to reintroduce her or are they expecting that you now know who she is? Oh, that's a good point. Um well there there the rumor is now that, that the Batman solo film is going to be a a prequel. So I think it's probably safe to assume that if they go that route, they can reintroduce her when when Bruce meets her. You know what I mean? Maybe. If she's going to be in it. And the Batman movie is pushed back. Did it say why? Well, it's not pushed back. It's just confirming that it won't be as... I feel like there's a lot of damage control here. Um, I, I think, I, I think this is a good to, I think this is a good thing, too. In regards to McWeenie's... Penis? Attacks. Penis? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he came out and said it was going to go like this, it was going to go like this, it was going to go like this, and now, like, every article that's coming out week by week is refuting that. Yeah. Um, what do you think that means? Well, I think that it's just staying on tr- on track. Apparently, no, uh, Affleck said he's, he's, he's tied to this other movie. Something about the night. Uh, Whispers of the night or some shit. Mm-hmm. He's tied to this other movie, and he's like, you know, I'm going to do that fucking movie. When that movie's done, then we'll talk about getting back to Batman. Hmm. Um, you know, that's. I, think, that's I just happening. think they need to, they need to pay more money. I kind of feel they're like like Ben Affleck's the kind of type of guy that you probably couldn't buy him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it I don't know why. Like, I don't know why I feel that way. It seems like he's committed to this other thing. You know, is yeah. what it seems like. And you know, good for him. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then he'll come back. So, uh, you know, hopefully that'll mean that, that we will get the Justice League movie and not the Batman movie. Um, is that what you want? Uh, I think so. I, well, that's what I want under the context that McWeeny presented it. Do you know what I mean? McWeeny said that they're going to do the Batman movie first instead of Justice League because they don't believe in Justice League now. Because I, I think I don't think they don't believe in Justice League. They, they just think there needs to be some more world building before. The that's, not League comes out. that's not what his oh, article says. That's not what his article says. What is his article, article said that the film was not going to get the reaction that they thought it was going to get. So therefore, Batman Superman wasn't correct. So they were going to put Justice League on the back burner 
and focus all efforts on Batman. For what? For what reason? To reestablish Batman. I thought it was the world build the universe. No. Okay, not to go back. That's fine. So that's not the case, because though. Because it was to try to make, supposedly, it was to try to make Batman the focal point of the DCU now. Like, fuck everything, let's let's start over. It was going to be like a reboot of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so happy... Many, so many reboots. So I'm happy that that's not the case for this. Do you know what I mean? Like, if... Yeah. If, if they were to make a Batman movie next, I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. But if it was a prequel, it doesn't really help add towards Justice League anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then secondly... If if it were, I want it to be because they think it's the logical move to make, not because they don't think that they don't believe in their product anymore. You know what I mean? I I actually do think it's a logical move to make. Um, you think it's a if it's a prequel, is the logical move to make? Yeah, I do. I don't because I just think that 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 world needs to be built up. Um, a little bit. I do agree that world needs to be built up a little bit more. Like, like the the Man of Steel world was is so small if you think about it. You know, you don't you don't have much going on in that. And the only kind of establishing thing is is Perry White saying, "Can you imagine what people would do if they knew that there was people out there that could do this?" Which means to me that the only fantastic thing that's ever happened in that world is Superman. And I think that that needs to be changed. Like I think there needs to be building of some stuff that okay this. This world is a little bit more fantastic. Well, we're getting three movies. You know Wonder I mean? Woman, Justice League. What else are we getting? Batman vs Superman, okay. Suicide Squad, Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's four movies, how many movies came out before Avengers? Do you know what I mean? Uh, Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man Two. Um. So four, four. right? Did I say Thor? Uh, oh, yeah, know. Thor's a five. It's so a five. There's only movies. one more movie, if you really think about it. Yeah. And Hulk yeah. didn't really have that much to do with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I agree. So, I think that, you know, four movies is plenty of time, really, if they, if they, if they buckle down. Yeah, but, I mean, but if you look at the, 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 the one that worries me is the the Wonder Woman one because it's so far in the past, you know? It's like it's going to be kind of hard to yeah, but to I tie that also, in. But you know like like we've like we've talked about like people don't know who she is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like with her I almost get it. Like I almost get an origin story with her because people don't well, I'm know. I'm fine with the origin story for for Wonder Woman. That's I, I'm I'm totally fine with that. But my issue is is that it's so far in the past unless they tie some modern stuff into it. Like there's like, I don't have a problem. Well, if she's with having like, these visions. You know, we don't know when these visions start. You know what I mean? Like, it could, they could do something cool with that. What, what's the vision stuff? I, I don't have no idea what you're talking about. A dark side. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the dream sequence is a vision for her? From her, it's not That's a, what we're thinking, right? I, well, I thought somebody came out and said it's actually Bruce Wayne's nightmare. Like, Bruce Wayne is having this nightmare. Oh, I don't know. So I've read that someplace. But we don't I, know. But you know, if if it is if if it is tied to Wonder Woman, I mean, that's something that they can relate back, regardless of how old it was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like how- I, I like I like the Wonder Woman vision thing better than the Bruce Wayne nightmare I do too. thing. Um, because you know she she does need to be kind of mystical in some in some levels, and she does need to have a point of fucking being there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that they're gonna establish more. See that that sucks in because it's she's already there, 
in Batman vs Superman, so we don't know why she's there, and we got to go back to establish why she's there. That just seems like it's going to be kind of messy to me. But well, I think that we'll, we'll establish why she's there with those with those dream sequences. Yeah, yeah. I will tell you though, man, I, I am I am starting to get some. I think some people are starting to get some flack with the the BBS. Like there's some uncertainties. Oh know? yeah, I I, I so get it all the time, man. But I don't know. I don't know where it came from because people were excited about it, and now it seems like they're getting less and less excited about it. See, I actually um, had my first. It's funny, man. I feel really, we're like we're like like I'm living on opposite ends of the spectrum. It is. Like it happens. T- today, I had my first experience with someone being excited about it. Really? Yeah. What, like what it, was their What was their input? He was just like, "Hey, man!" Like, just came up to me and was like, "Uh, like it was at work." Like a, a guy, I don't. He comes in on the on the. You know, he takes care of the the next go round. Like we trade spots, and he was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I, I'm not much of a movie guy." But I am super excited about Batman vs Superman, and I was like, "Awesome!" Like I was like super happy to hear it because it's yeah. the first time I've I've heard it. Like I, I I've been hearing a lot of like superhero fatigue. Yeah, well, you know, I will say one thing. I had a buddy of mine, um, who who hit me up. He's like, "Dude, I haven't seen him in like a year." He's like, "Dude, Batman vs Superman is coming out. Let's get together and watch it." And he's like, "Don't watch it without me." I'm like, "Yeah, that's not gonna happen," because <laughs> I'm gonna go see it fucking Thursday night. Um, but he uh. We, yeah, we went. We bought tickets for Saturday, and then I got some guys at work hit me up. They're like, "Hey, man, we're gonna go see it Friday. Are you down?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'll, I'm down." So I'm probably gonna see it Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Wow. Yeah, I'm committed. Totally committed. And then at one point, I gotta take my kids. So we're gonna make this. We're gonna make this happen. Make this real. Um, how 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 have you been feeling about the new clips? Has anything jumped out at you? Positive, um, negative? No, 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 neither, neither. Really, just like still yeah. fucking neutral. Still neutral. You're so scared to get hurt. Yeah, well, it's just like I don't feel like any of the new stuff that they're showing is really anything that new. It's just kind of like here's an angle of another scene, and he says the next logical thing that we'd expect him to say. Like you know, it's not like <gasps> it's just like okay, here's 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 camera B's work of that shot. Yeah. I think that there's that little taunting bit that was interesting. Here I am. Um, yeah, here I am. The whole little, the whole little rooftop battle, the scale of that battle scene. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Um, I just, you I, know, I, I, I was thinking about that man, and like, dude, like Superman pushed Batman through a fucking building, like through several floors of a building. I I realize that they're probably in a dilapidated area, but. Do you think Superman would do that? Uh, maybe he already knows that the suit is, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm, I, you know, I'm sure that he can, he can like use his super senses to, to verify the, the ruggedness of the suit. Like, I, I I'm sure that he knows that he's not going, he's not attempting to kill him. You know right. I mean? So if he thinks the suit can withstand it, then yeah, I think, I think that's plausible. Okay. All right. I, I, cause I was thinking about like, say, damn, that's a lot of property damage, and he, he's already, you know, he just went in front of Congress about property damage. You think he learned his lesson, you know? Nah. Well, apparently not. Nah. Apparently he don't give two kind of fucks about property damage, this Superman. Nah, not at all. So, just, it was it was a little bit, you know, And but I, I do think it's, a lot, I, I know a lot of people are having trouble, like, like, dude, Superman could kill Batman so quickly, and of course he can. Right. But the whole point is, is that that's not his character. That he and wouldn't. I mean, he's, he wouldn't, you know? And I, and I try to explain this to people when they have a hard time understanding it, but... 
I do think that it's badass that Superman is willing to like, kind of push the level, push the, push it to a level where you know I'm not gonna kill you, but I'm gonna you know, fuck you up as best as I can without killing you. And and it just seems in this movie he is he is going pretty hard, um, so. Yeah. But and I mean, you know, t- truthfully, I mean, all, all we've seen of him really so far is him going hard. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That, which is a, a criticism that some people have. You know what I mean? Yeah. We ha- we haven't seen that other side of him. Yeah, and that's fair. It's a fair criticism. Yeah. Absolutely. So I don't know. I'm I'm uh, I'm like you know we're getting closer and closer. It's only a matter of time now. Is it twenty days away? Yep. All right. Let's, let's uh move on to some Star Wars stuff. At that time uh, already? Yeah, we only. I mean, we only got Should we talk about the 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 gay elephant in the room? Sure, sure. We can get it. So fucking uh, Luke Skywalker said, if you think, you know, if you think Luke Skywalker's gay and you're having a hard time coming out and you need that courage to help you come out, then he's gay. Yeah. And then people on the internet was like, he's gay. Mark Hamill said he's gay. <laughs> like no. No, it's not quite what he said, but you know, whatevs. Yeah, the first, the first thing I should say is that, like, um, you know, I, I kind of admire Mark Hamill for saying that. Yeah, um, absolutely. It, it's kind of one of those moves, like, hey guys, grow the fuck up. But it is, it is interesting that it's, it's, uh, it's one of those, like, this is at the end of the day, this doesn't matter. Not you only know? does it not matter, but it's whatever, you, it's whatever you need it to be. Yeah, you exactly. Know? But like, at the end of the day, what, what matters. Is this young man being able to be comfortable with himself? Yes, that's what matters. Yes. Now going into it, in, now going into the character himself, do I think that that Luke Skywalker's gay? I actually think it's kind of possible. You know, I mean, like, yeah, like, like in in now that we're resetting everything and we're not in the EU anymore, and there's no Mara Jade. Like, just from that we Mark know Hamill, of. yeah, that we know of. Just from Mark Hamill being on that in there and his acting and the character that we've seen thus far, I don't think it's terribly outside of possibilities. I know we just had a little talk about before. So it's, it's like, even I, if it came out that he was, I don't think, I don't think it would be it, like, like properly gay, you know? Um, I actually think that, that he's kind of an asexual being, you know? No, I, I was, uh, I don't know. I, like, you know, I, I, like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I can't get too like, because, like, I have a strong attachment to, like, a, a few characters in the EU, right? Like, I love the EU totally, yeah. but I have a strong attachment to a few characters. And, like, the, the Mara Jade thing is something I'm wrestling with, like, because I love that character. And I love Luke and her's relationship. And well, I love, just like, a beard. Huh? She's just a beard. <laughs> I mean, what, what, if, what, if, what if she was someone in that universe? You know, like, there, there's so many unanswered questions. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we, I mean, to be honest with you, man, we don't really know if he's alone on that island. That's true. I mean, he, here's my thing, man, and I, and I think that I think that we should. In my mind, the EU is just an alternate universe, and I don't care what anybody, nobody, tell me different. That universe is real and exists in an alternate reality, and you know, whoever tells me I'm wrong can go fuck themselves. Um, See, I so, think that they're. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so you know, th- I don't have a problem with. Mar Jade and Luke and everything and that being a real thing someplace else. That's fine with me. I'm good. You know? Not a problem. Not gonna hurt my feelings. But um I, I do think it's I, I do think it's interesting if he's like went all super monk and he's just kind of an asexual being, I don't have a problem with that either. So I guess he wouldn't be wouldn't be gay per se. Um 
it doesn't matter either way, but I think they could they could do it and make it work is the long and the short of it, so to speak. Yeah, well, I think I think that they could, but I don't think that they will. Yeah. You know, I I think that, I don't know. I, see, because to me, the more I see with every little fucking thing that they're doing, they're trying to tie back in as much of the EU as they can. Yeah, I, um, I would agree with that. So, I would be very surprised if, if like, especially with this idea that we might be getting Thrawn and Rebels, you know, yeah. I would be surprised if we don't see, you know, some some reference to a Mara Jade type of character. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, once again, for me, it's about, it's about his, his attraction to Leia. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I think... Like at that point, it's like it's a lot easier. But I don't even think that the attraction is is that overt. You know, I do. I guess uh, when you, I guess you the, about, like, what do you think about the, the princess? Head, the head tilt. I'm trying not to, kid. Good. What do you think, a princess and a guy like me? I don't. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. You know, like he's after. Her. Yeah, but is it just like the the first girl that he's coming in contact with? <laughs> it, it might be. It might be. But either way, he's still smitten by it. He's not like, like, ooh, gross. Well, yeah, but but who's to say? I mean, like, you know, I know gay dudes that that can find women attractive, you know? Where they want to kiss them? Get me drunk enough and maybe I'll play with their boobs. Where they kiss them? uh, Obviously. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think what I'm saying is there's definitely a stronger case that he's heterosexual than he's homosexual. That's all I'm saying. Or yeah, but I, I I'm saying that there's probably a strong case that he's he's a young sixteen year old kid and he's sexually confused and you know he doesn't really know who he is. Maybe, but you're that's just something that you're adding on to that shit. You well, know I mean, what I mean? Like, yeah, like, that's true. Fine. That's that's, a, that's I'm absolutely taking, true. I'm taking what the character is actually saying and doing. You're yeah. taking how you interpret that. Yes, I I would agree with that, but it doesn't make it any less valid. Mm, being a possibility. Yes, it does because what I'm doing is is I'm talking about something that is present. What you're doing is putting your spin on something. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So there I'm not, is. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're e- they're equally possibility, but it, I'm not saying that it it makes it. it I'm, I'm saying what it doesn't make what I'm saying, not not a possibility. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. It doesn't make it not a possibility, but I don't think. That and I mean, I, I don't think I don't think Luke's gay. You know, I, and it's but it it is funny how like there's a like dude this is like the third or fourth time we talked about some some gay Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Um, and and so I I think because of all the 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 gay press this is getting, <laughs> yeah. um, that it it's like it's probably means it's gonna happen, uh, with with a with a main character in the near future sooner than later, you know. Yeah, and what it if, also uh, is what it if Ray's like, gay. It's also one of those things where it's you know they this is what happens like. One person offers something, and then they're like, "Oh, well, this got this got a thousand clicks. So let me ask the next person about being gay. Oh, this got a thousand clicks too. And then I'll ask yeah. the next person about being gay. And you know, it's it's like yeah. it's fucking tired to me. Like, yeah, we are obsessed with sexuality, though. What if Ray's gay? What if she is? Yeah, he's likely. Maybe <laughs> likely. Yeah. Why? Why not? Just because of the law of the the law of averages. <laughs> what does the I law mean, of averages dictate? I don't I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you just like 
just with Star Wars, you know, I I think that I, I don't know. I think that a a female a female homosexual would probably be uh, easier for the main audience to digest than a, than a, a male. And that I agree with. You know that I agree with. But I think that's true everywhere. I think that's true in society. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. So Why what's next? What well, um probably just because used to seeing like a, a woman being affectionate. Period. So um I and think the idea that, I think, I think that I think that females have a different well. I think we talked about this before. I think I think fe- females are much more uh, sexually flexible than men, so um, it's just it's probably it, it probably happens. Outside the realm of possibility. What's that? Right, like it just doesn't seem as as much outside of the realm of possibility because you're used to them being affectionate towards one another, talking about one another in that sense. Like girls talk about you know the physical appearance appearance of other girls more often than I think dudes do. Yeah. I agree. Um, let's see what else is going on in the world of Star Wars. What do you think of that Darth Maul uh, fan film? Yeah, I was going to talk about that. Did you watch it? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, it. I thought it was. I thought it was good. Yeah. It, it kind of falls into the same trap. I feel like most fan films do, where it's like more more visual <sighs> than story. Fucking meaningless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's 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 just like okay, like that's cool. Like and I, don't get me wrong. Like it was really well done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was extremely well done. And for those listening, it's like called Dark Apprentice or something. It, you can go on YouTube. Darth Maul, Darth Maul Apprentice. Darth Maul Apprentice. He like uh, there was a couple things that I thought were cool. One where he he tosses the lightsaber. He like uses the force to toss the lightsaber to the other hand. That was badass. And then the other thing was like when he was turning the second blade on and off as like kind of tactics demand. Yes. Yes. I dug that. Yeah. Um, they, I think they did a really, really good job. The cinematography, the special effects. I mean, it was all very polished and professional. Yeah. I, I do think that, you know, you saw that one, the one dude, the second to last dude to die. Like it looked like he was tapping to the dark side a little bit, which is interesting. And you saw, there's a little bit of struggle with killing with killing that one person, you know. Yeah. Um, and I I kind of like that. I kind of like you a little, you know. It's not canon, of course, but gave you a little look into you know into Maul as a character. Yep. And the stuff that I've seen from Maul in the Clone Wars is actually really interesting. They they've really you know put a little bit more meat on that that bones, um, of his character. Right. Yeah. Oh, 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 I... oh. <laughs> <laughs> put a little bit more uh, teeth on that tiger. Um, there it is. I, I I liked the I liked it. I liked it overall. I just like I think that there's like remember the Dark Horse graphic novel Star Wars Tales. Yes. Okay. For those listening, like Star Star Wars Tales is a Dark Horse graphic novel. It's fantastic. It's hard to get a hold of these days, actually. Um, but it's fantastic. And what they do is they have these short ass stories that take place between small moments of the original and prequel trilogy that adds so much depth and flavor to the saga. Um, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, but the only one that's coming to my mind is there's a scene where the stormtroopers shoot uh, 3PO, right, at, at, at yeah. Cloud City. And there's a scene where Vader, like, you know, gets the report that, sir, we, we shot the droids that came with him, and, like, he goes to see 3PO. And, like, he has, so to speak... Um, a little moment. And he has a moment. You know, he has yeah. a moment just looking at 3PO and fucking, like, remembering. And, like, th- it, like I'd rather see that as a fan film. And I, it would take much less, you know, 
kind of special effects and all that kind of stuff, but I feel like it holds more weight. Yeah. It has more feeling. And like that, that's what I feel like fan films kind of lack is they just like, you know, they're just like, they, they want to do the special effects fun stuff. Yeah. Like so, what they lack is fucking acting. <laughs> yeah, that too. So they kind of create this like frivolous, like, or like loosely knit story around it. And then it kind of becomes. Nothing less. makes you appreciate the skill that's required to be a good actor than watching a fan film. Did you watch that, that Fall of Grayskull yet? Uh, yes. Yes, I oh, did. What, do, what did you think? It's terrible. Isn't it, isn't it so bad? Really bad. Oh, God. It's painful to watch. Yeah, it's it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's like one of those things, like that feeling you get when you're watching Curb Your Enthusiasm sometime when you get embarrassed about what's going on. Yeah. And so you're embarrassed that it's so bad. And I feel for them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because there's obviously, I do. Like, it's obviously a passion project. They obviously love what they're fucking doing. You yeah. Know I mean? like, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to be... I'm not trying to be a douchebag. I'm right. just being honest. Right. You know? Totally. I think it's better that I tell you it's not good than to, than to lie to you and make you think that it was good. But I think there's so. potential. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, it's like I mean, I think they I think that you know, when when it comes down to it, it's like you know, they did the best with the, you see what I had to work with here, you know? I, I like I, I give them that A for effort. So. Anyway, yeah, Carry on. It's uh, it's 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 it was painful. And I, I love to hear people uh, other other people's input to that if they think that you know. Yeah, if, if they think it's great it and good. way off base. Let us yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, so it was rough. Rough movie. Um, let's see here. So more Star Wars, tons of more Star Wars stuff. We got uh, I'm trying to, before we get to the the spoilery stuff. I'm just trying to make sure. Oh, so Star Wars Force Awakens coming to DVD. This is more of like just an educational thing for people. Uh, it's getting three major releases. One at Target, one at Best Buy, and one at Walmart. Walmart is coming with an exclusive BB-8 packaging. Uh, Best Buy is coming with the Steel book. And Target is coming with exclusive interviews and content. I'm buying them all. So uh, I'll be going with the Target unit. Yeah, Target. Um but what is the steel? What is the steel book? Like you know those metal, those metal cases. Oh, I hate those things. Uh, yeah, because 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 they throw off the uniformity of the of the, yeah. of the collection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Schindler's List. That was the like. I love that movie. It has like the book, and the book doesn't fit in the box, and the box is super tapered and narrow, and it's, ugh. Standard so, box, fellas. Standard box. Let's move on to Rogue One, and then we'll move on to Episode Eight. Okay. So Rogue One. We got our first. I feel there's a lot of stuff in here that we're skipping over on the old, the well, old nerd for the rage. Of, for, the, for the sake of time, because I think we're uh-huh. where are we at time wise. <laughs> oh, we're only at the two hour mark. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll come back and visit. Because um, these other two things, I feel like we could. I want to talk about the twelve uh, worst action movies. Right, like that's a good buddy. discussion topic. You know, so yeah. Um, we got our second teaser. Yeah. Uh, I love it. It's, and it's a leaked teaser. It's it's fine, and it looks it's like fine. it's coming with BVS. Yeah, um, yeah, the BVS teaser. It, it, you know, there there wasn't like, how do I say this? It felt Star Warsy. That's good. It's a good thing, but there wasn't anything there that made me curious about what was going on. It, like it seemed like a fan film, you know. 
uh-huh. like I hire I hire Infinite Film. Like I, I don't I don't know what's there yet, and therefore I, I'm not like super stoked and excited about it yet. Don't get me wrong, I want to see, but like it'd have been different if all of a sudden I hear no disintegration, and then I would have fucking lost my mind. You know, like that's what I'm waiting for. I, I'm waiting for something to to tie me back into. Star Wars again, and give me that. See, thing. I think Vader's is... gonna have a very small, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't maybe. put all your eggs. I wouldn't yeah, put maybe. your eggs in that basket. Maybe, and, and no, you know what? And if it's, it doesn't like for me to have. I'm just saying, for me to have that, like, oh my god, and get all excited about that's what I, that's what I need right now. See, like, I, I don't have, I, I don't have any any other attraction to it right now. There's nothing there yet. I love that sound, man. I love that fucking ATAT. Like, no, the. Shing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it just put me in the zone, and then to see them silhouetted against that—that's. I was just like, I'm. I love this. I love this. Um, I'm looking forward to the trailer, which we did get news on. Shoot. So the trailer was spoken about, and there's a description of it. So if you're spoilery and worried, um, back on out. Spo- spoiled in the trailer. It'll be good. Most of it was very quick. A shot of the Black Stormtrooper, possibly called Death Troopers, as previously reported. Another pick of that same style of helmet and armor, but all chrome, reminiscent of Captain Phasma from The Force Awakens. An image showed two AT-ATs that had a slightly different look with the door panel on the side of the body painted a lighter beige color. And a couple cast photos were shown, one of Felicity and Diego Luna and another of Donnie Yen. The clip featured Felicity's character on what looked like the inside of a ship or shuttle with her arm up holding on and the hatch ramp open behind her. I wish I could remember what she said as part of the sizzle, but it went by too fast. The new Stormtroopers look great. Uh, Hanson was also able to confirm that the footage shown definitely did have the classic look and feel of the original trilogy, something that is likely to be music to the ears of Star Wars fans. Yeah, I'm happy for that. Um. Yeah, man. I'm. I. I. I want this trailer so bad. I wonder what the fuck. I mean, I, I'm. I'm. I'm excited. I wonder what the. Hopefully, fuck. it's not like Ghostbusters. I just don't understand. I don't understand the delay. I want my trailer. Yeah. I. 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 I, I want my. I want my trailer. Get my trailer. Um. All right. So episode eight stuff. Not too much, but it is. Uh. You know, if you're sensitive about such things. It's nothing really plot-wise. Real quick, we got another but, rumor. But again, yeah, maybe the, maybe the Jedi Templar, Temple. Yeah, kind of plot-wise. This is the second one. This is the second rumor title. It's like Tales yeah. of the Dark Side or whatever. Oh, it's been taken down already. Oh, uh, for real? It's not working for me. But yeah, so we, we have a second like rumor title. The first one was Tales of the Jedi Temple, and the second one is like Tales of the Dark Side of the Force. I, no, I think, it, I think it was Something Something Dark Side. I'm not buying either one of those. Uh, oh, oh I, actually, I, I have not proof, but somewhat proof that it's bullshit. Uh, Pablo Hidalgo, who is like the head of lore of the Star Wars lore for Lucasfilm. Yeah. Like he's the one that keeps control of everything. Uh, uh-huh. they, people, like he's pretty good about answering people's tweets. So if you're a Twitter guy, follow him. But. Pablo Hidalgo, somebody tweeted at him and said, "What is there any legitimacy to these titles? And his response was, well, if you think about The Force Awakens, the, the, the title 
was conceived about a year and a half before the movie was released. So I would say it's still a bit early. Okay. Um, and then lastly, we got some set pictures, including a land speeder. I didn't see the land speeder one. Oh yeah, it's down at the bottom. It's uh, it's like it's like a fucking like Luke on Tatooine. Okay. Uh, it's all black though. It looks like, and it's just from these Dubrovnik. These Dubrovnik pictures are looking more and more like Naboo, man. Yeah, I think they're gonna be Naboo. Dude, what if Naboo is like going really bad because the Empire has been there? Like you know, what I mean? um, like it's yeah, not the same Naboo anymore. Like it's like a shitty Naboo. Yeah, you know it's 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 funny, man, because I kind of feel that Naboo, and we talked about this before. I kind of feel like Naboo would probably be safe from the wrath of the Emperor and um, Vader. Yeah, especially I, Vader. I, I agree, but what if it was just pillaged for taxes and you know what I mean? The or what if what if after the Emperor fell, it like everybody was like fuck Naboo. That's a possibility. Yeah, that's. I've thought about that. And now the streets are just run by Gungan gangs. <laughs> That'd be cool. What the set that used to claim? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fucking Gungans! I enter use the pockets. Do the do the the kids a favor. Don't scream. Uh. <laughs> Those younglings a favor. Those don't the scream, sir. Fucking Jar Jar. <laughs> You're in the wrong neighborhood today, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish I had the gumption to, to take a copy of that clip and put it at the front of the podcast. <laughs> Not going to happen, though. I refuse. You're thinking this a game? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Gangster Jar Jar. Gangster Jar Jar. Just what if Jar Jar was still alive and he was a fucking gangster, like fucking like lost an eye and half of an ear? Just running the streets. Yeah. Stacking the gang signs. Now wasn't Jar Jar in Padme's death scene? Like her funeral scene? Yeah. Well you know we never knew what happened to Jar Jar, do we? No, all we know is that he yells "Yippee" at the end of Return of the Jedi. Oh, really? Yep. Huh. I still think he should be the Sith. Ugh, I'm not okay with that. But that uh, like when they pan like the city of Naboo when they're like, or the the palace steed or whatever of Naboo, and after the the emperor has been taken down, like then there's like the party going on. You just hear "Yippee." It's like obviously like them. I don't like that shit. I much prefer my 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 my, uh, my Jar Jar to be a gangster now. Yeah, eating a banana on the side of the road. Misa don't like that shit. Oh my god! I think, I think you you know who you're stealing from. <laughs> I think you you found your lost calling. <laughs> yeah, we should start a fucking. A YouTube channel of like animated gangster Jar Jar bits. Misa That's gonna funny. put the bigger handle on you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that that Pulp Fiction Star Wars uh, cartoon that some dude was doing back in the day? Yeah, it was like Boba Fett and Darth Maul. And they did they did like the whole fucking they had to do that whole Pulp Fiction movie with Star Wars characters. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that? I wonder if it's on YouTube. 
got to be. All right. It's got to be. All right. So what do we have next? We have uh, the 12 worst action movies ever made. Let's see how many of these I fucking know. I, yeah, I was curious, too. Um, let's see. Oh, screen rant. I mean, it's going to be click, 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 click. All right, number 12, The Raiders of Atlantis. Never saw it. Never saw it. After U.S. scientists fail to raise a sunken Soviet nuclear war, uh, submarine off the coast of Florida, its radioactive leakage causes the reemergence of lost continent of Atlantis. Does that make any sense? No. Well, several scientists end up on a small island accompanied by two veteran soldiers. Unfortunately, the island has been overrun by a band of Atlanteans, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Eleven, Bulletproof with Gary Busey. Uh, I haven't seen that one either. Nor I, but it's got to be a classic. How Number, old is it? 88. Huh. Yeah, tell us a year as well. No, I never saw that one. Lady Terminator, 89? Nope, never saw that one. Jesus. Bad movies are often attempts to imitate more famous ones, but rarely do they get as blatant as Lady Terminator. Low-budget Indonesian action flick steals entire scenes from James Cameron's Terminator, refilming them with new actors and significantly worsened special effects. The sheer nice. gall of it elevates Lady Terminator. Nice. No bad. Nine, Super Fights? Nope. This is, I'm saving this picture. And I'm using it as our banner for our Facebook page here soon. Nice. Uh, but let me get back to it because uh, screen rant. But Super Fights was made in the great year of our Lord, 1995. Uh, maybe a lowly clerk in a sports store, but he has a dream to participate in Super Fights, sporting event that combines martial arts with all the theatrics of the professional wrestling world. Sounds dumb. Eight, Deadly Prey of 1986. Never saw that. No. Seven, I'm like really, I'm really disappointed with myself. Rotor, 1989. It's like a RoboCop nope. knockoff. Six, Hard Ticket to Hawaii, 1987. No. Looks like a kind of a knockoff of Indiana Jones slash uh, Jewel of the Nile. Five, Ninja Terminator, 1985. Nope. Uh, the movie centers around a war of rival ninja clans, black ninjas, led by ninja master Harry, steal the red ninja's gold-plated plastic statuette. The red ninjas then declare war by sending a toy robot to ninja master Harry. While Harry kills crabs and slices watermelons, we follow his friend Jaguar as he tracks down a woman who might know the location of the red ninja's statuette. Also, there's a cameo by Garfield. Like Garfield the cat? Correct. In 19, 1988, Miami Connection. Never heard of it. 1985, no. Jim Cotta. Never heard of it. No. 1986, The Eliminators. This looks like a Terminator. Most of these are Terminator knockoffs. Hmm. It's interesting. Number one, Samurai Cop. Actually, this might be the backdrop. Is that the guy with the sword and long hair? Yeah, it's worth it, isn't it? Never seen that one either. Dude, I'm, I'm really, I'm kind of shocked. I haven't seen any of these movies. Throughout the 1980s, raged an epidemic of terrible movies about renegade cops who play by their own rules. One of them is Joe, a martial arts expert and all-around loose cannon. But when a criminal organization that yet led by Yamashita threatens to take over the city, the only one who can stop it is Joe, along with his sidekick partner Frank. What ensues is a perfect storm of bad acting, clumsy dialogue, and shoddy production value. 
could be described as a cheap foreign knockoff of American action movies if it wasn't filmed in Los Angeles. I thought we would see things like American Ninja and shit like that. You know? Dude, don't you fucking you take that back. <laughs> I have the right, American Ninja bad. soundtrack. American Ninja Part Three. I haven't. Well, okay, I'll, I'll accept that. I'll. I'll <laughs> I have the American Ninja Two soundtrack. Um, I didn't see American Ninja Two. Don't get pretty, all fucking pretty, sensitive pretty, on me. Pretty badass drums on that unit. <laughs> oh oh my God. boy! Horrible, horrible movies. Yeah, I want to go over this 25 old comics without context that are beyond disturbing. All right, before we do that, can we talk about uh, Mar- Malcolm Jamal Warner saying Cosby gets slammed while Woody Allen gets a pass? No. You don't want to talk about that? I, I, I'm okay with talking about it, but I want to talk about this first. <laughs> so, there's an right. article on Dorkly Magazine, and it's 25 old comics without context that are beyond disturbing. Um, yes. And it is a, a riot. It's a hoot. So there's one picture of the Hulk, and he's saying, I don't care who you are, where you're from, I can lick anything on Earth and anything off it, too. <laughs> <laughs> there's another one with Batman with his hand on his on his knee looking quite rapey. Yes. <laughs> like his eyes are emoting, and he's got a smirk. Yeah, his eyes have like one eyebrow up and one down, he's got a smirk on. And he says, but it... He said, it'd be a real rush to try and slip between them. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Mm. Uh, Another one, it looks like Guy Gardner shoving something phallic into his mouth and says, so we can get this party started. And the phallic (laughs) thing has like white melted snow on it. Yeah. One of Dr. Doom with his fist up in the air, going, and all you hear is, I'm doing this for pure pleasure. I'm doing this for pure pleasure now, my sister. And then Dr. Doom is thinking, he's coming again. My armored fist will end that pleasure right now. <laughs> oh, my God. There's one with, like, is a close-up of Superman's, like, crotch and legs with Batman, I mean, with Robin and, uh, Batwoman. is that Batgirl? It's oh. Batwoman. Batwoman in the background. He says, look, Batwoman, those bandits are trying to destroy Superman with a vibrator. (laughs) Uh, This was like a a 1940s piece type of thing, too. Yeah, and now this next one is like an Archie comic. It's got these two chicks with like this cream all over their face. And it's like, ick, I can't Oh, God. This one is saying, ick, I can't believe we did that. The other says, "Relax. No one, no one but a couple of TV executives are ever going to see this." <laughs> and then the other one is her, like going, "There's like Jughead is awesome. Ouch, my neck." Unless you're getting pile dry, driven. The other one is uh, Robin yanking Bruce out of the uh, shower with a garrote. Well, yeah, he's like, "Hold still, Bruce. I promise this won't take more than a few seconds." And look at that butt, man. The other one is my favorite. Yeah, it's Green Goblin. Like, looks like he's getting ready to mount Spider-Man. <laughs> Just coming up behind. Get ready for the landing. <laughs> Spider-Man's bent over. And there's a, there's a dude in between there, like, he was lower in between their knees and that look on his face. Yeah. Uh, then there's one with, like, Tigra's foot up in the air, and you see Hawk, Hawkeye saying, Tigra, do you have to do that here? Yeah. And then there's uh, Aquaman looking at a picture of himself. And it says, yes, I'm donating 50% of the profits from my Aqua Dolls to found a new Seaman's home to be called Aquaman's Home for Seaman. 
Oh, God. Uh, and then number 11 is, uh, what is her name? She's crying, the, the girl. By, uh, um, Starfire. Starfire. She said, no, Dick, don't go. No, don't go, Dick. I love Dick. Dick, I love Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then the last one is an Archie one, and there's the blonde chick saying to the brunette, what's up? And the brunette says, you and I are going to do some stripping. And the door's opening. I hope the weather bee hasn't been too hard on him. Drop in any time, son. Nice talking to you, sir. Seem cheerful enough. Marvelous mouth on that kid. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, number 13. <laughs> is Superman... <laughs> his face is like all shadowy he's looking kind of rapey himself and it just it's like, it's like, it's like his thought it's like his thought box is saying fleshy vessels it's like that face you make when it's not quite wet enough and then the other one is Wolverine eating a banana <laughs> and like he's nobody eats a banana like that he's like hunched over with it <laughs> looks like he's it's in his right hand looks like his left hand is going to, to massage the balls uh, and then 15 is some white goop landing on uh, Wonder Woman's face. It's, yeah, but it, the first panel is her sleeping. Yeah. She, but she's about to have a rude awakening. And then the next one is you see the goop. And then the, the third panel is it splashing her face. And there's a close-up of her eye opening. <laughs> 16 is like this power- skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> powerful thing happening in Superman's genital area. And he, stick, sp- and he says, <laughs> he says, I'm stiffening up. Got to grab that hose. <laughs> Batman telling a guy, I have needs now, Alfred. Dirty, horrible needs. It's Alfred. He, yeah, telling Alfred. <laughs> oh, God. Iron Man, you can, you can trash your flashlight. You can trash your flashlight thinker. It can't penetrate my steel mesh armor. On the other hand, my fist can easily penetrate you. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh I'm gonna do the next one. The alluring Amazon beats off the giant fish. It feels good to be free again. They, they sure grow giant sized sardines on your anus. <laughs> leave it at that. Uh this other one it looks like it looks like uh Captain Marvel, but it's not. Because it says but Mr. Mind recovers and he's bent over and it looks like he's got like a hernia on his back. I think it's somebody in his costume. Oh, okay. And it says, before he grabs me again, I'll crawl under his clothes and give him a deluxe tickle. <laughs> so bad. I think it says, before he slaps me again. Not grab. Oh. Oh, this one. You see this Batman the Animated? He's got fucking Batman tied up with chains bent over. Joker has the Batman tied up with chains bent over this bar, and he's like walking away whistling, and then he turns around with his hand on his chin and goes, then again. <laughs> oh, man. The next one is two women, one the brunette, one a bl- one's a blonde. Brunette says, if, you're, if your promise means that, that much, then give up dick. And the blonde says, oh, I couldn't. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. And then this next one is weird as <laughs> shit. It's like a bear and a dude French kissing. You gotta put the like link. From... You gotta put the link of this in the show notes, man. And it says, "But before I could do anything, the bear was upon Tom." Shortly, the Scarlet Speedster wobbles down the street. I feel funny. I want to eat nuts, hundreds of nuts. <laughs> and then the last one is Thor talking to Namor, and he, or no, talking to Beast. Beast. And he says, "Beast, grasp thou." 
the hammer, the, grasp thou the handle of my hammer quickly. <laughs> and here's a bonus one. This is uh, Aunt, Aunt May. May. There's some white shit coming out of Peter's room. It says, something must have spilled in there inside of Peter's room. It's seeping out from underneath this door. If you'll bring me a mop, oh, oh, dear, she's stuck in the goop now. As soon as I touched it, look what happened. It got all sticky. Terrible. <laughs> Poor Aunt May. Giggity, giggity. So, yeah. And now you want to talk about this Bill Cosby shit? No, I just thought it was an interesting perspective. Malcolm Jamal Warner made a statement about how, you know, Woody Allen's stuff is still out there. He's still directing movies. And there's all these accusations, uh, you know, all these things about the fucking shit that he's done. And why is Bill Cosby, you know, they've taken all of his stuff off of TV. You can't even watch the Cosby show. It's like off of Netflix and shit like that. Yeah. If you want to watch the Cosby show and you don't own that shit, then you're shit out of luck. I do think, though, that there is... I'm not sticking up for fucking... uh, Ravy McRiberson. But I do think there's a fucking difference. Well, I also think there's an innocent until proven guilty as well. Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. Even though it looks like he's he's probably pretty fucking guilty. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I'm with you. All right, so I want to talk about uh, the physics, the real physics of of superheroes. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, you know, and we, and I know I'm a, I'm a kind of a science nerd. You know, I'm not, I'm not a practicing scientist or anything, but I, I still read, read. You know, oh, brief history of time. Put that on my bookshelf. Um, and I just find it interesting how real world stuff can be. Like, you know, recently they've come out and said, like, you know, Spider-Man's powers are plausible. You know, I'm sticking to walls and shit like that. All right, so number one, Cyclops would break his neck. Cyclops has got quite the impressive resume. Basically, uh, technically, Cyclops would break his neck using his beams because the kind of beam that let lets you burn stuff and powerful that much would in- involve some recoil, shoot, boom, crack. Makes sense. Yep. Doctor Octopus would break his back. Yeah. Uh, super strength might be sound cool, but it has two major drawbacks. The first one is keeping uh, that things you're lifting intact. The second is keeping your bones joints in one in one place. Well, you know, one cool thing that you saw through the the movie. Um, is that any time that he did anything super strong, like the other legs were were bracing it, like bracing the ground. So like when he picked up a vehicle, the other legs braced the ground. It wasn't like all the weight of the vehicle was on his body. Uh, Superman would get cooked. The first of Superman's uh, problems is that he would he would be covered in bugs traveling at his speed like a motorcycle helmet, but much worse. And that's not very sexy. Need a picture? We don't need a picture. Um... Is our lame physics world? He would burst into flames pretty quickly, smashing into uh, obstacles that would constitute an unhappy scenario. And even if you assume that part of his powers is his skin doesn't catch on fire, uh, when submitted to extreme friction, he would be able to carry anyone with him without turning him to a half-cooked steak. For more information, charring meats, hypersonic speeds, please refer to X XKCD's "What If State Dropped" episode. Um, the one thing that I, I do like about Superman's powers that they did in this, there's some kind of field that he's producing that change that dampens inertia and, and changes gravity. So I think science is to say more on that one. Uh, number four, the invisible woman would be blind. Basically, your retinas need to be able to reflect the light for you to see. And if uh, your every cell in your body is invisible, then you wouldn't be able to to see. So. Number five, the Hulk would make very tiny poops. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. 
<laughs> Apart from ripping his clothes every time he goes green, the Hulk has got a number of problems on his hand. His strength would cause the same trouble as Dr. Octopus, meaning he would make a nice dent into that taxi see above and do some damage to his joints, but there's tiny issues. Um, clearly, being a superhero from Earth isn't a, isn't a job, but where do the tiny ish issues go? God damn it. Oh, it cut off for me. <coughs> Motherfucker. It's one of those uh, clickbait bullshit. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do next. <laughs> I don't, I don't the Hulk always confused me. Does the, the fecal matter in his intestine also grow? If they don't, would, wouldn't this new asshole be large, larger than a human-sized asshole resulting in, in tiny shit sliding out? <laughs> that's yeah, a that's good point. crazy. <laughs> like all of a sudden he transforms and the poop just falls out. Just falls out. Well, that's that's it. I'm I'm, I'm good to go with that. Enough about. Once we got to the, once we got to the toilet humor, I just had to let it go, man. Yeah, yeah. Let for it sure. go. So, uh, anyway, there's that. There's that. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, let's do some shout outs. Shout out to uh, Dante for handling our our Facebook. It is uh, much appreciated, and he fields questions and stuff too. So it's pretty awesome. He does a bang up job. Really shout, shout out to Combo Dork, who without there would be no Nerve Rage Radio. And shout out to, uh, I'm just going to say your first initial, Mr. R. We got your email. We're talking about how to proceed. We will be in touch soon if we haven't already been in touch by now in regard to uh, Instagram. And shout out to the Realm of Collectors and Toy Detox. Uh, two other shows out there kind of within our network that, that have other good content. And also, if you need more Transformers talk, feel free to check out Shattercast Uncut. And if you need some 40K, the, the, the death of skulls continues, check out Beer right. 40K with Mr. Russell. He will be recording an episode here shortly. Tonight? Chris Lockdown. Maybe. I might Maybe be you down. You down? Yeah, I might be available tonight. Double podcast day. I gotta, see, I, gotta, I gotta get a kitchen pass for that, man. So yeah, yeah, I hear you. Mm. And uh, then you can tell them where to find us and take us out of here. Yeah, if you want to see us on Instagram, you can uh, Instagram. Oh, we have another Instagram. We do have a a, a possibility though. Yeah, I, I, mentioned that. I just mentioned that. Yeah, um, uh, Facebook, all that other shit. Yeah, whatever. find us on Facebook. Scream a face, or uh, you can email us at nerdrageradiomail at gmail.com. And nerdragecast, hashtag Twitter. Nerdragecast, at nerdragecast. Go follow us. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for coming through and listening to us, and let us know what you think. It really helps us out. And don't forget to check us out on the iTunes. That five star rating does really help us out. We appreciate you guys' support and love and uh, everything else out there. And soon, very soon, we got three weeks for Batman. Superman. Yeah. Ah, oh, dude. So I'm so ready. Actually, no. We got 14 days. 14 days. I don't know if my my poor little heart can handle it. Yeah, dude. Anyway, so it, it's coming. It'll be here before we know it, and then we're gonna have a special episode for that. So, is there any guest out there that we need to have some Batman v Superman guest? Uh, I mean, you know, we're always up for it, but I don't I don't know if there's a, a need to. You know, it's I kind think, of our. I think, it's kind of I one of our, gonna, our few specialties. So, I think it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna happen. We gotta get your buddy on. Yeah, brave. Yeah, if he's ever available. Brave when he, he's on Toy Detox, though. If you need to hear more from Brave, we'll just call Just Have Just On again. 
I'm just yeah. fucking with you. I'm always up for Jisk. I'm down with Jisk. I just know that, that there's a little competition there. Yeah, Jisk and Brave. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again. And remember, great tits. Tight dick player.